from BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast, is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Welcome to Guys We Fuck. The anti-slut-shaming podcast. Yo, you have a I'm Christina Hutchinson. I'm Corinne Fisher. And I'm the best boyfriend. Bring us your slutty, your horny, and your shame. G'day, fuckers. How you doing? Where you been? I don't know. I've been traveling all around. Are you okay? I'm great. Welcome to another episode. Guys, we fucked. It's the Anti-Slut Shimmy Podcast. I'm Corinne Fisher. I'm Christina Hutchinson. Welcome to the show. Big news, guys. Yes. Big news. We are doing a uh, a show that will together probably turn into more shows. But mm-hmm. uh, in New York City, I know a lot of people are like, do a regular show in New York City. Do it. Well, so we're doing it. All right. Yep. We're doing it. We've, Just being Corinne the whole time. We're doing it. We're doing Guys We Fucked Live at the beautiful Midnight Theater. We performed here last year for the New York Comedy Festival. Mm-hmm. We interviewed Polly Shore there. It was very fun. It's a great venue. Michael was there. We did make him sit on a stool behind us the yes. whole time and then didn't address him, which I thought was a hilarious way you to know do what? an interview. I still had fun. Yeah. <laughs> he still got puss, probably. Well, Polly was a I mean, what a what a great guest. Yes. And so yeah, we're doing Guys We Fuck Live at the Midnight Theater. The first show is Friday, September 8th at 9 30 PM. Friday night, baby. Dressed to impress if you feel like it. Ticket link is in the link tree link in all our bios and in the guys we fuck bio. Uh, and I say this is the first show, but keep in mind there will be no more shows if this show doesn't sell out. Doesn't sell out. And it needs to sell out quick. So. Yes. And it will sell out. But it's like, you know, instead of stressing us out and then buying the tickets last minute, just buy them now. Just you know what I mean? Now. Just buy him now. Nothing, that guy's not going to ask you out. You're not go going on gals. vacation. You're not going to go to Italy. Just stay. You're just going to be in just town come. Friday, September 8th because your life is going, okay. Yeah. Yeah. And it'll go. And it'll go. I always, that's what I'm always doing. I'm always like, oh, let me hold that date. Maybe something will come up. Nothing has ever come up. Nothing will come up. No, just get, do it now. You have to make, you have to, you have to make a concerted effort to include fun into your schedule. And this is that. So 
Have at it, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. Um, Doors are 8.30. Show's really starting at 9.30. It's yes. a theater. It will be on time. Yes. Gorgeous theater in a gorgeous area. You could go take a walk afterwards. It's, near very H- nice. it's in Hudson Yards. It's so beautiful. There's a Peloton store if you want to buy a Peloton before or after the show. Probably before. It's yeah, probably pro- not going to be open. Probably before. Yeah. You can go to Whole Foods. <laughs> you um, get some salmon. Great cocktails. Lovely cocktails. hors d'oeuvres at this midnight it's very theater. sexy theater. Yeah. I mm-hmm. want to dress very sexy, which for me is just like tight stuff. Um, so I really want to dress sexy. I really love the midnight theater. It's, me too. There's just something special about it. So yeah. that's why we chose this venue. There was other venues. And then we said... Nah. nah, we said nah to them. Quick yeah. question, Michael. Yeah, which camera is ours? Which which one? Because they're the, both look like the, the one in right in front of you, Christina. That is the this wide one. shot. That's the wide shot. And then the one that right now is moving is the one that I'm floating with. Oh, okay, got it, got it, got it. Cool. So I was looking at that one. Sick, uh, guys. If you want to email us, it's sorry about last night's show at gmail.com. Make that subject line. Uh, a little preview of what you're going to talk about today's subject line. My best friend's boyfriend is having a baby with another woman. Mm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Cool. I currently live with my boyfriend, my best girlfriend and her boyfriend. Oh no. My Ugh. boyfriend and I have been dating for about two years now. And my best friend and her boyfriend have been together for eight months. Jesus. Around my birthday is when my best friend started dating her new boyfriend. We will refer to him as Phil. Well, that's not... That's indicative of how you feel about him. Phil was engaged to another woman when they started pursuing each other. Uh Uh-oh. I heard from my best friend that he was pursuing her and vice versa when talking to Phil. Anyways, they ended up hooking up together um, for the first time while the fiance was out of town. And Phil ended up leaving his fiance for my best friend. I wasn't thrilled that they started dating since it... It started off in mistrust and lies. And honestly, I honestly felt bad for the fiance. I have been cheated on by all of my ex-boyfriends. So this to me hits deep and kind of gives me PTSD. I'm glad you recognize that up top because sometimes we get really mad at somebody else's situation because we're actually fucking pissed about the wrongs from our past. A month into Phil and my best friend's relationship, he gets a call from his ex-fiance that she is pregnant and is planning on keeping the baby your buddy, your choice, girl. Phil slept with my best friend, and then when the fiancé returned home, slept with her and got her pregnant that night. Jesus. The Lord works in mysterious ways. Doesn't it? It's so funny. Like, some people try so hard to get pregnant, and they can't, and then fucking this. My best friend calls her, calls this her instant karma for messing with someone that uh, that was engaged. So, throughout their whole relationship, this baby has been on its way. Mm. Oh, yeah, yeah. What a weird thing. Fast forward to today, and the baby is here, and my best friend is going nuts. She has a lot of resentment toward the baby. I said her baby to the point where she doesn't, does not want to even paint her nails red or buy anything red because the baby's name is Rose. Rose is not really like the color isn't rose, rose can is not be red. a rose can be white. Not a rose nip, can be not pink. Also not painting your nails a color that reminds you of a baby's name. You're still going to think about it. So you, there's roses outside. There you can't are protect white yourself roses. From that. There are yellow roses. And You're, there's just Karina's roses so growing right. out of the ground. You yeah. know, I know everyone is valid to feel the emotions they are feeling, but to me, her pettiness is starting to get the best of her. She is constantly talking to Phil on the phone while he is gone to see this baby be born since the ex-fiance now lives in another state closer to her family. This is really bothering me because I don't get one-on-one time with her anymore because of our work schedule and having both of our boyfriends around, even though she asked my boyfriend to leave the house to have girls' night, and while we were waiting for our other girlfriends to come, she was on the phone with Phil the whole time. 
Uh, it is getting to the point where every time she talks to me about this baby and how she feels so much resentment and says some awful things about the ex-fiance and the baby, it's like she cheers in victory if anything goes wrong with the pregnancy. Oh, that's terrible. Oh. That's fucking awful. And honestly, I don't agree with anything she says regarding this. It makes it hard to be there for her when she is hurting because in my eyes, you did this to yourself. Yeah, man, when people are jealous or insecure, they really get nasty. To me, she is- Seems like she's just a bad person. At she this does point. seem like a bad person. <laughs> I yeah. mean, I hate to come to that she conclusion. Seem great. And I know people aren't bad or good, but yes, they right. are. Well, she's in her she's in her bad girl phase. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's it's going to last a while, it seems. <laughs> to me, she's, how old is this? I, I, I also need to know. I need to know how old this this woman is. I think they sound like they're in their mid twenties. They, they don't. They, we don't know. They sound very twenties. Yeah. But that's why I'm like, if they are not in their twenties, then that's I, sad. Then I would be really alarmed. Yes. If you behavior. guys are in your thirties. Oh boy. Uh, to me, she is choosing to deal with this. And I know she has a lot of guilt inside for home wrecking a relationship. I just feel this is hindering our friendship because I have gotten to the point in my life where I don't want drama like this. I love her. She's honestly, seems one like of- you do based on this email. <laughs> She's honestly <laughs> one of the closest girlfriends I've ever had. I just don't know what to do in this situation because I want to be a good friend to her, but I just don't want to hear her say such horrible things about the situation. She almost plays the victim. Oh, that would fucking piss me off that that's like a trigger for me even though i do that and so really i'm getting mad at myself she also plays the victim which blows my mind because i just think about the ex-fiance and what she is feeling there have been a few other things like when it was just her and i living together she asked if my boyfriend was going to be over all the time to where i said no because i know it's not only my space but it's hers too when we were living in this in in that apartment for the first six months she was barely home because she was always at her ex-boyfriend's house and once they broke up she started dating phil immediately and he was all over over all the time and didn't even offer to pay rent or any utilities, even though he was pretty much living with us. He didn't start paying uh, for rent until four months after we got this new place with me and my boyfriend because he wasn't originally part of the plan uh, of her living with her, uh, of living with her, my boyfriend and myself, even though he was there every day. This sounds like a fucking nightmare. Yeah. You, know what? you and How your boyfriend you should just get your own apartment. Build a bomb and just set it off in the middle of the apartment. <laughs> I mean, that's what you already did. That's, that's what you my already suggestion. <laughs> oh, I also forgot to mention that Phil told my best friend that he was planning on proposing to her next summer. I'm romantic. I told her, yeah, and you know, Phil and fiancés, they don't always work out. That's also like a very long, like, like, like I'm, I'm planning on proposing to her next, next summer. summer. That's what? That's in a year. Yeah. yeah. What? Huh? I told her that th- that is insanity and you don't know where your guy's life will be in a year, but she, but she sends him what her ring size is and whatnot huh. to each their own. This I just know she gets super attached really quickly and I just don't want to see what happened to the ex fiance happened to her. I mean, valid, but we on our own journeys. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes it's hard to let somebody be on their own journey, but, uh, I'm at the point where I am pretty fed up with all of this and with her. I am having nightmares of them abusing the baby. Oh my God, that's terrible. I have had, I have tried to distance myself and just don't really say anything to her when she's on her rants because I have already told her how I feel once they, uh, once they started dating. If you guys could give me any insight on how to be a good friend, but also have boundaries set up with her where this doesn't consume me more than it already does, that would be wonderful. Thank you for having this podcast. It has brought me so much joy and I've learned a lot. Ooh, girl, that's a tough situation. Um, I would, 
I would have the exact same feelings if I were you. Um, and you know what? I think it's best if you guys didn't live in the same apartment. Um, that's probably what's going to do it because sometimes too, like best friends, you can be best friends and truly get along so well. And then when you live together, it's just different. Um, and then add this situation on top of it, this, your best friend is very clearly, um, she's insecure and she probably feels she, she might be carrying shame about her choice to fuck a married guy or an engaged guy and then have that relationship crumble. And I think the, if you internalize shame will really make you act nasty and say awful things about like the fiance and her pregnancy, which that's so terrible. But I, I, that's the only thing it could be like, it's just shame. Shame makes you act like a fucking cunt. Um, and so I think she really needs to work through that. She needs to be in therapy. I mean, we all do, but Jesus. This is one of those emails that we get quite often where it's like, and you addressed it yourself at the end of it, where it's like, you're spending a lot of time thinking about a problem that's not, not yours. yours. And yeah. like, and it, and you're right when you said, like, I think the problem here that you need to work on more is why is this consuming you? And I know you kind of acknowledge that at the end of the email, because that's what I was thinking the whole time that you're writing it's it. It's like, it's like, there's, it, it's, it's weird. Also, it, it, it like you, I don't want to say you, you seem jealous, but there's some weird feeling that I can't tap into. Like mm. why you care so much. Like, I understand that, like, I understand that it is annoying to listen some, to someone complain about something, especially where you kind of think that they're the, they're in the wrong like that, you know, that's a cir- circumstance when our friend, our friend comes to us and we know that our friend is the one in the wrong. How do we still be a friend to them? Yeah. You know? Uh, but I mean, that's, you know, none of us are perfect. And also there's a, you know, this is a common theme too too. Like there's a lot of attacks on her when like she did something not great, but the main problem here is her boyfriend. He's the one who was engaged. He's the one who, who should be making her feel more comfortable with the situation of that. He shares a child and like, yes, it's, it's crazy that she's saying bad things about the baby because it's not the baby's fault. And what would be even worse case scenario is if her boyfriend chose to be an absent father. So I think Mm -hmm. it's a really good sign and a redeeming quality of his that even though, yes, he did cheat and then he went home, didn't say, and then fucked her and got her pregnant. Like at least he is being a a present father because I could never date someone who wasn't, uh, who had a child and like didn't acknowledge them and wasn't a present mm. father. Like to mm-hmm. me, that's like an absolute, absolute deal breaker. No, 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 no. Okay. So every, yeah, everyone cheated. It's like, and it's also like, why are you, you're seemingly more mad than the ex fiance. Like the ex fiance is allowing the boyfriend to visit. She went ahead and had the kid, like not the decision I would have made, but the decision she made. And that's her, it's her life and her body and her baby. Um, so, I mean, I think like you just have to say, you know, to your friend, listen, like, I want to be here for you, but it bothers me that you're constantly talking negatively about this baby who's, I mean, we just want, you know, isn't our hope for the, like, the world that everyone grows up to be the best version of themselves? Yeah. You know, that's because that's good for everyone. Yeah. You're, so I, I don't really understand. Uh, and, but it's going to feel so much better to, to, to your best friend to like think 
positively about this woman and this baby. Like, it's just going to, it's going to make everything better. She doesn't even have to think, I don't even think. She's not negative. Yeah, exactly. I don't even think she has to think positively about the ex. I think that's asking a lot. She just has to. And also it's like, why are you fucking mad at the ex? You're the one, he chose you. Yeah, 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 yeah. And and I get like, you can be, that's why I said the internalized shame thing, because that's such an immature, nonsensical person to be mad at in this situation. She literally did nothing. If anybody can wear the victim card, it's fucking her. Right. And it doesn't seem like she is. I think put a cloak of neutrality over the ex-fiance. She's just yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. She is what she is. Honestly, it's it's probably like, yes, it's annoying to you that your boy that or to that woman that her boyfriend has to leave to visit the baby. But it's also like, I think it would be far more annoying for your best friend if the ex-fiance and the baby were like in town very close. Yeah. So it's like, you know, you can't, no relationship is really going to be a perfect situation. Like there's always a lot of variables that you have to put up with. I was thinking about that a lot this week. And like, there's, I always try to minimize the amount of extra people that I'm going to have to deal with in a relationship, which is more, that's like why I don't, you know, wouldn't want to date someone with a kid. It's not really the kid. It's the other people and family members that come along with the kid. Yeah. The kid is not really the problem. can't get out of that. A kid, kids are kids, you know, again, I can get along with mostly any kid unless they're an absolute fucking terror. And then I'll terrorize them back. Um, But yeah, so this is, yeah, this is just like, this is, this is now consumed you too much. So you also have to set boundaries for yourself, your anger and how much time you're thinking about it. Mm -hmm. Like literally wear a rubber band around your um, uh, wrist. And when you start you're because you're wasting time from your own life where you're thinking about your best friend's situation. Yeah. Also, I, Christina's right. I don't know why the hell you decided it was a good idea for you and your boyfriend and her and her boyfriend to live together. Like what? And that this sounds is like awful. I, that's a very, I've never, are you broke? Yeah. That sounds awful. Well, I mean, maybe I was like, maybe it is a, fi- a, a it could be a financial that's situation. The, yeah. Then I make, then I totally get it. Right. But otherwise and then you got to suck it up but like jesus like did you think that would be more fun than it was because again it feels like a very 20 something decision yes and i think that you are you will automatically create distance between your best friend's life and your inner world when you don't live in the same space because i as somebody i if i'm around somebody even if we're not like if we're share like i've shared some spaces lately like with people that they were like in bad moods and i uh, it just fucked me up. Even though I didn't have to talk to them, I was just like, oh, their energy was just there and I'm just too fucking sensitive to it. So I think that that would really be a quick fix um, if you didn't live together. Yeah, but then also just be like, yo, like I'm, I'll hear, I'll listen to you, but I do feel like some of your feelings are perhaps uh, misguided, misplaced, yeah. misguided, you know. Misdirected. yeah. But I mean, if I'm being honest, your best friend does kind of sound like not a great person. No. Sorry. But (laughs) investigate that. Interrogate that. Yeah. This show is sponsored by Better Help. Getting stuff off your chest is incredible. It's so therapeutic. We all carry around different stressors. Some of them are big. Some of them are small. A lot of them are very big. Uh, But we keep them bottled up and it could start affecting us negatively. And then we act like a jerk to the people we love. And we're like, this is not how I want to be. Therapy has saved my life personally. There are so many benefits of it. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. And it isn't just for those who've experienced major trauma. Although if you have experienced major trauma, highly recommend. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designated to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. You just fill out a questionnaire and you get matched with a licensed therapist and you could switch at any time. 
Finding a therapist is like dating. They're not all going to work out in the first try. BetterHelp understands that. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash guys to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp.com slash guys. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare zumo play is your destination for endless entertainment with a diverse lineup of 350 plus live channels movies and full tv series you'll easily find something to watch right away and the best part it's all free love music get lost in the 90s with iheart 90s dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iheart radio music channels no logins no signups no accounts no hassle so what are you waiting for start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and google play stores today all you can stream with zumo play and come see us live after our new york city date september 8th that's the most important one that we want you to come to and then if you're listening to this on luminary dallas texas i'm in you tonight and tomorrow august 11th and 12th at hyenas las vegas we're gonna be at skank fest september 28th and 29th springville utah october 20th 21st and then uh later in the fall i got bridgeport connecticut chicago nashville and springfield missouri uh yeah so come come to those save the dates let's go and then patreon i have a patreon where uh four times a month i do group therapy and quotes because i'm not a licensed therapist i do it over zoom it's really lovely uh there's a lot of men that have been joining and i one of the guys was at my show and i recognized him and it was really cool um and i was like oh shit i know about your life a little bit and uh yeah it's really nice and i love it and so patreon.com slash christina hutchinson is the last month to join it's just five bucks a month and i gotta say I feel pretty confident about this. If you can't afford therapy, this pl- this space, like people share some really intense shit and it's really helpful. And I I interject with like my, if I have like a book or like a, a little thing of knowledge that I think might relate to what you're saying, I'll share it. But I also interject uh, jokes when I feel it's appropriate. And I'm pretty, I've done pretty good so far. Um, but yeah, talking about stuff like, Really strong emotions and normalizing them is is very helpful. So yeah, patreon.com slash Christina Hutchinson. Let's go. Uh, And then of course you can always listen to uh, me on Without a Country that comes out now every Wednesday, uh, full audio wherever you listen to podcasts and full video on YouTube. We're talking about lots of things. Obviously we talked Barbie. We talked, we're talking about aliens. We're talking about all the excessive uh, domestic violence. That's not discussed nearly enough. That's happening uh, both uh, nationally and internationally. This sounds like a downer, but honestly, it's pretty we, good. We make it fun. We make it fun. It's uh, and I think it's just like, if you, generally are interested in hearing my perspective on things, uh, which a lot of you say, oh, I would like to hear your perspective on this. I always try to listen to when you want me to talk about something and I talk about uh, something and I try not to talk about things that I don't have knowledge of, or if I don't have knowledge of it, I look it up, I research it. it. I spend time uh, looking into it for you. Uh, There's also kind of, I I also have to uh, watch that uh, that sex trafficking movie that everyone's been talking about, Freedom Soul or whatever. The reason I didn't is because it's not a documentary, 
Like it. Oh, so. Oh, it's like a, it's like a scripted movie. It's like, yeah, a I fiction? believe it's like based on, are you familiar with this, Mike? No, I have not heard of this. So wait, freedom. Oh, freedom sound. I'm sorry. Is what I'm, uh, right. Freedom sound. I just want to like look this up. Yeah. Cause I like, I, that's why like, I never, uh, when I first heard about it, I was like, oh, sex trafficking. And then I was like, oh wait, this is like, and and yeah, it's a drama, a thriller. It's not a documentary. That's Sound why I, of Freedom. Sound of Freedom. Yeah. yeah, it's based on true events, but everyone's like obsessed with this movie. And then there's like a lot, a lot of conspiracy theories surrounding it. And then recently, like this guy, uh, they were like one of the oh, guys. Yeah. They were like one of the guys who uh, Mel's here. <laughs> shut up. <Sweet. laughs> They were like one of the guys who uh, uh, helped fund the movie, got got arrested for something having to do with like kidnapping children or something. And basically it was right. Uh, But it was completely blown out of proportion. It's like, number one, it was like crowdsourced. This guy gave like $200 towards it. And like the reason he was even charged was because of some like it was a really, really like they went really out of their way to make this connection. And so a lot of people are kind of questioning, like, why anytime we talk about sex trafficking is like the government trying to like shut it down quiet it or whatever and it's like mm. okay i mean i i don't I, 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 we did we dive into stuff like that um and also obviously like the regular news so you can check that out and then also as far as tour dates uh the next gash in los angeles i haven't released tickets yet but that will be on thursday september 28th we're gonna do a later show a 9 30 show and it will link then directly into my birthday so it'll be uh it'll be, uh, or maybe it is even later. It might even be like at 10 o'clock, whatever. Basically we're going to, we're going to link it in so that I'll be around at midnight and it'll be my birthday and it'll, the, it'll, the dot will chime midnight and we'll all be together to celebrate my birthday, which will be super fun. We're going to be in LA on September 28th. Mm-hmm. Oh, not Skankfest. Skankfest is the 29th. Oh, I thought we were performing on the 28th as well. No, the okay. 28th is the Thursday. That's oh. the pre-party that I'm definitely missing. You are? Um, nice. Yeah. And then I'll be able to, no, it just makes sense for me to be in Los Angeles and go right to Las Vegas. Um, all right. And then uh, and then Washington, D.C., 2024. You guys are my first 2024 dates. It's going to be at the Comedy Loft, February 29th through March 2nd. I know some of you already bought tickets. The ticket link is up in my link tree. It's also at CorinneFisher.com. Thanks to those people who have already bought tickets. Looking forward to that. Haven't performed in D.C. in a couple years and excited to do so. All right. What's up? Welcome back from San Diego. How you doing? Good, good, good. Doing good. Uh, California time. I've been saying hi to people after the shows. It's been really nice. Um, I started in Toronto. I'm like, I'm glad I'm doing that again. I don't know why that gave me like anxiety. Um, But I did have one one guy at one of the shows. I'm not going to say the city. You might know who you are, sir. You might not. Uh, he went to pose for a photo and he, boy, that, that hand around my waist, it felt wrong. Mm. It felt, I don't know. Was it butt or not butt? No, it wasn't butt. So it wasn't the placement. It was just more like the pressure and Mm. the, the, like you're getting into my hip bone, you know, don't do that. It's a little ballsy. And, uh, and, uh. You know, normally in those situations, it's so funny, like hosting this podcast, co-hosting it once a week for fucking 10 years. And you're like, if this happens, do this. If this happens, do this. And instead of saying anything, I just froze and then went on to the next person. But I was like, ugh. But then I was thinking, I'm like, what do you say in those moments? Like, hey, stop touching my hip, please. 
Yeah, but it was the way he was touching it. Like, so when I was posing for pictures with people, we would like put our arms around each other and stuff. And like some, I had hip arms around my hips from men and women. And it didn't, it didn't feel like, but this sent like a jolt up my spine of like, good God. It's just, I didn't like it. But I'm like, I don't know what to say in those situations. I was like, oh, maybe if I think of something in advance and then I could just say it instead of freezing, but nothing came up. Well, I mean, in general, just men or women shouldn't be putting a hand around your waist. When you when you pose for a picture, it's hand around the shoulders. Everyone Shoulder. knows this. Yeah. But like when you when if somebody does put a hand around your waist, what do you say? Be like, hey, can you get your hand off my waist? Yeah, I, don't I, feel, you, I don't feel uncomfortable. Right. You don't feel uncomfortable. Mm. Yeah, I gotta try that. Yeah, just like I mean, men do, men do do that sometimes, and you're like, you never know. Like, you can never, of course, be a hundred percent sure in that situation, like what someone's intention is. But like, For sure. it's just inappropriate, especially because men are most likely going to be taller than you. Like, there's absolutely no right. reason that it's that far down. It would even make more sense, even in a spatial argument, that it would be around the shoulders. Around the shoulders is the only appropriate way to take a picture, man, woman, yeah. non-binary. You, you know yeah, what yeah, I yeah. had one, a couple times when I was still like touring. Uh, the older women in some of the shows that I performed in when I would take a picture with them or whatever. Older they, how much? Like like forties, I guess. Like for like <laughs> so geriatric. No, not I'm not yeah. saying like geriatric. Yeah, like milf age. I was twenty six or twenty seven. Oh, okay. You know? So twi- almost twice your age. Yeah. yeah. They would put their hands in my back pocket. Ooh. When we would take a picture. Oh, yeah. they're trying to touch your that that cost that ass. ass. That it happened a couple times. It was very weird. That yeah. was they're like, what that ass do, Mikey? But no, women, women do inappropriate things yes. all the time. The only time I put, like, sometimes, like, if a guy obviously is, like, I have to put my arms around people's waist sometimes if men because they're so much taller sure. than me. Too- but I also do it, like, pretty light. Or I'll do, like, if I, I'll do, like, a flat hand against the back so, yeah. you, like, you understand, like, that it's a friendly... You know, Pat, honestly, I try to like also like hover sometimes. So I'm not even really touching people that much. Yeah. I just don't like touch fucking touching people. I don't know in general, but yeah, yeah, yeah. There were two guys uh, in two different cities that were so fucking tall. I'm saying I'm like six, six tall. And like when I went to hug, like I went to give him a quick hug. I like they're my tits and their dick were at the same like level. And I'm like, this is, I don't like this. Yeah. I mean, they didn't mean, they weren't doing, they didn't get a weird vibe from them, but I'm like, sorry to rub my tits against your dick. Ugh. <laughs> Some people are just really tall. Yeah, it's hard no. to hug. Yeah. And then you're shorter than me. I'm like tugging a guy that's 6'6". Six, six. That's why I don't like dating guys that are that tall. It's just like, I don't even you feel can't like I'm even on the same them. plane as them. Yeah. Right, right. I'm like, right, this right. is not fun. This is not fun. This feels like some kind of fucking weird freak show thing. It's yeah. weird. Um, I'm reading this book uh, that's really, I got it at the airport uh, in Toronto or something. I forget where I got it. But uh, it's called Stolen Focus by jo- uh, Johan Hari. Why You Can't Pay Attention and How to Think Deeply Again. Fucking be- beautifully written book. It's really good. This guy basically studied this. Well, he knew he had to keep your attention for who's reading that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, and he does. He keeps it. It's very, it's a very, it, it, it consumes you when you start reading. It. It's beautiful. But it it's about a topic that I'm very passionate about. And it's, I feel like we're in this mass experiment of what is being so glued to these phones going to do to our brains and hearts and minds and as it relates to this podcast, our fucking romantic relationships. Mm. I think um, I, my boyfriend and I spend a lot of time together and there, it doesn't seem, there's not a lot of moments of the phones every once in a while. But then I remind myself, I'm like, we're together all the time. You have to be, we have to post on social media for our career and stuff. So it, it doesn't seem to be a problem like in my romantic relationship, but I just, when I'm out in the world, I really, I'm also somebody who I don't have any notifications on. And it's, it's insane to me that someone would have a pop-up notification on their phone every time someone does anything on their Instagram, like a like or a message oh, yeah, or a that's comment. Crazy. That's, that's crazy. That's fucking insane. You are asking to be 
so pulled in multiple different directions in your mind that you're going to just explode. I just um, always assume those are people who don't know how to properly uh, adjust the settings on their phones. Maybe. I'd li- I, I mean, I would like to think so, but it's so, the notifications, it's so easy. It is so easy, but, but I mean. Not to everybody, I guess. Everyone, It's yeah. easy to me. So. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I was just thinking a lot, uh, pondering a lot about what the phones do to our ability to interact with people. And it's very, it's already, you could already see the side effects um, on like dating app conversations. Like people don't treat dating apps like they're in any way high stakes. And I think that when you're in front of somebody and you're face to face, you would just never talk to them like that. And I'm like, how do we regain that ability to socialize? Right. Yeah. No, I mean, dating, well, dating apps are also, as we learned in the social dilemma, I mean, they're set up to be game-like and to not be almost like to be addictive, but not like actually taken seriously Mm. the way they're set up. I mean, just like the, the way, if you're starting with the idea that you're going to be swiping right or left on someone's fucking face, Face. like it's not going to, it's not going to go well. Yeah. I mean, it it does. It feels like you're playing a video game. And that's why like the, anytime I've enjoyed being on dating apps, it's because it was like a fun video game that I was playing. I absolutely had no intention on going any of any of those dates. And I was like, this is so stupid. Why am I even on here? Right. Wasting everybody's time. Right. Right. And I know like, I don't think I've been in a, I've not been, and I don't have a lot of friends that are like this. Um, so when I am around a person like this, it really sticks out and I get fucking angry, um, that are just people glued to their phone. Like I get, if it's your job and stuff, but you know, when we're out to eat and you're just, you have I mean, everybody does this, including myself. You'll be at a restaurant and everybody has their phones right on the table next to them, next to their knife. Yeah. I was like, I have it on the phone, but I always flip it so that it's, that the screen is down. Yeah. I just have it up there, honestly, because then I'm like, where the fuck did I put my phone? Right. For sure. And I I do like to keep an eye on the time more, more so. (laughs) Yeah, for sure. More so. And I fucking hate watch. I hate things on my wrist, so I can't wear a watch. I almost might get a watch, uh. So that I don't look at my phone for the time. I don't know. Cause then if I got like a text or something or I get distracted and I just for like ADD, I just fucking I'll go off on an hour long look into something that doesn't even matter when all I was doing was trying to see what fucking time it was. Yeah, it is. Um, it's, yeah, it's I, not good. I, I don't know. I feel like there's a lot of people. I'd be curious if you're listening to this or watching this, if you are in your romantic relationships, cause as it relates to the show, like, is there a lot of cell phone use? Do you say anything? What do you say? Like, has there been arguments? I think that you can't blame, like there are companies that invest billions of dollars to make us, to, to cause these ways of life in our, in our, you know, in our day to day. So blaming yourself is not the right answer, but I don't know what is. It's an right addiction answer. like any other though. Like yeah. I had like James, that was like a, one of our, our, our biggest like uh fights that always like was a consistent fight in our relationship was the phone thing. He wasn't thing. there. Yeah. The phone thing. Yeah. And he never, he, there was never a time where he was like, he stopped. No, I mean, he knew I was right, but I was like, I Dude, was like, James was always yeah. on the yeah, yeah, phone. Yeah. And like, listen, like, he was actually like, like he was actually like researching and like reading like, stuff not just like watching mindless youtube videos but i'm like right. i don't care i'm like and even his like i think his like mother told me like oh even when he was like a little kid he would like kind of always like be on the computer looking stuff up so i get that that's like 
part of, you know, your personality. And then I asked myself, well, like, well, if his nose was always stuck in a book, would I be yelling at like him? You know, no, probably but not. At noses- dinner though, if, if his nose was in a book yeah, at dinner. Yeah, of course. Well, think- he wouldn't do it at dinner because I was paying. So I, hmm. I, you know. <laughs> he did it to me. I, I said, well, you weren't <laughs> paying, uh, Mike. So I would be like, put your phone I, I down. I got stuck with the bill a, a handful of times. But yeah, like at a, you know, at a certain, at a certain point, I would just be like, yeah, like we're not, like we would be watching a movie. He would be on it i mean he would read while he was driving and i go you can do whatever you want while you're driving yourself i was like when you're driving me you cannot be on your phone at the same time yeah you know that's not good so but you know it's a but it's a you know it's a bit also i think like uh if he was uh, making more money, maybe I would have been less mad. That's also fair. <laughs> True. Yeah. I'm like, pull you, your weight. Are you doing something on the phone? Right. Pull your you, fucking weight. Are you ma- making money on the phone? Are you are you getting thousands of followers on the phone? You know. Right. Something. Yeah. This is. It just feels like a problem that's only going to get worse, and it's like we have to. You individuals have to. It's up to you to figure out what that balance is. But right. what's what's the incentive? The incentive to figuring out a a proper balance between how often you're staring at your phone, no matter what you're looking at and how often you're present in your life. Like the, the reward to that is connection. But I feel like we live in this play, this, this, the vibe of society right now is not very focused on connection. So it's like, that's not even a reward people are trying to get. Yeah. I go, you know? I go if connections are the reward, you'll see me on Instagram <laughs> later tonight, you know? <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah. Meaning I, like when you're with your friends though, like, yeah, but I mean, I don't, I don't, I'm not you don't on my phone, nor are my friends on their phones. Like right. that's never, that's like never a problem. Um, uh, I don't even like when people fucking put like pick up the phone for their husband when they're with me. I go, yeah, I, I agree though. I go, stop. Unless like it's, you're waiting on an answer for something specific, but then text. I don't know. It's just, it's just a problem. But I don't I think, think it's going to get any better. I don't think there's no. any, I don't think there's any way. So I think basically what will happen is just like society will just be more used to having people always on their phones. And I mean, it'll just like get, go like Jetson style where like, we'll just be in like our own cubes kind of like talking to people. Like, I mean, when you look at the, the Jetsons, like they were talking to people on monitors, like that's zoom, that's a zoom call, sure. right. you know? Yeah. So all the stuff on Jetsons is like basically happening, but just like in a bit of a different way than we, uh, than they predicted that it would happen. And we're going to be like in our own capsules and stuff. I mean, honestly, it sounds really sounds great, great for, for you. Me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It yeah. sounds really good for sounds me lovely. because it's so interesting being on a, a co-host of a relationship show, show because we do to talk so much about connection and like it's a constant problem when I'm dating people that like the um uh structure that I would ideally want in a relationship is and I've said this since I was like a little girl that I want to live in one house and then my partner lives in an, another like either another unit in the building or like yeah. down the street from me because I know that's what would work best for me and like absolutely no takers for that uh of anyone that I've you know even you know considered uh, wanting to live with or, you know, be with for an situation. extended part of, of time. Cause they're all like, well, that's not what a relationship, like that's not a real relationship. And I go, that's not a real relationship that you've seen in an example. Of. Exactly. Like, it's certainly a real relationship. Yes, yes. Yes. I was like, I was like a relationship is healthier. literally anything that you want it to be. But I just know, like I was thinking about that a lot this week and like, I know I just don't see any world in which I can be cohabitating with someone unless we have a very large, large. house. And based on the people I date, uh, <laughs> that won't be happening. Cause I, you know, I already bought my place. Right, 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 so, right. So, right. you know, it, it's so funny. All these guys are like, we have to live together. Okay. Then give, write a check. <laughs> right. Where, where, cause I'm not, we're not living together in my lofted one bedroom. Right. And that's yeah. what I chose. Yeah. 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 And then yeah. also just like, even like I was like snuggling with Alfred this morning and I was like, 
This, how much would it suck if there was some other guy in the bed right now right, with me right, and Alfred? Right. How much would that fucking kill my vibe right now? Just I would say, you with know, his morning, my, my morning cuddles with my little baby. Right. Yeah. And I, and just like the, I just, I just feel so content being alone. Just like everything I just put, I didn't have to think about it. I ate what I wanted to eat for dinner last night. I was like, Oh, I've never seen mermaids starring Cher, Winona Ryder and oh. Christina Ricci. Uh, let me put that on. Cause I've never watched that movie. And that feels like a movie that I had need to watch. Yeah. Can you imagine trying to tell your boyfriend you want to watch mermaids? You'd never go for oh, it. Oh, I would go for it. Okay, well, you're gay. Wow. <laughs> Cher's you just a great want to actress. see titties. She's great. Well, this is why Cher we're- is fucking But this fantastic. is why we're very close friends. Also, did you know in Mermaids, she's like 44 years old. How fucking fantastic does she look? Moonstruck. Ageless. Yes. She's, oh, she's in her 40s in Moonstruck, too. And then I started getting hot. mad about yeah. how they passed. She thought she was like 31. They no. paired her up with Bob Hoskins in that fucking movie. And mm, I'm just like, listen. Uneven. Like, he Great actor. Very- And there is a- He does have a certain je ne sais quoi, but I'm like, this is- Not Share though. Yeah. This is rude. Not Give like her share. a hot daddy to fuck. That like that other the other the other like church guy that uh Winona Ryder ends up getting with is he's mm. he's a hot piece. He's a hot God, I haven't watched I want to rewatch that movie now. Yeah, so it was just like and I was like so I considering somebody, yeah, consi- having to consider another person this is far, a lot. This is why people get married young though. Like it makes a lot more sense. Like with everyone's like I think that's like where some of the pressure to get married early is. It's because people you won't want to when you're later. Pe- yes, because people know <laughs> once you get into your groove and you find it's and you find an good. amazing groove that works for you, someone somewhat, you know, oh, everyone complains about, you know, the standards that women have in their 30s. It's like, yeah, because we have created such a wonderful life for ourselves you really like, got to be great to fit into this who the f- yeah who the f- absolute like who the fuck am i gonna allow to to kill this vibe no yeah. one yeah yeah yeah. no one yeah just no one it's a lot of energy to consider somebody else even if you like love them and are obsessed with them it is just it's a lot of energy um yeah, yeah. i just don't want to spend any one second doing something i, I don't want to do which i think is like it's, it's, that's like a kind of like something kim cattrall said she's like i don't want to be somewhere for like even an hour where i'm not having fun and i'm like i get that i think you would read that quote maybe and be like oh this is like a woman obsessed with herself but i think she really no. has the right idea i think she really has the right idea yeah fun is it's this is supposed to be fun and not mo- most people are not having it. Also, people lack empathy. I mean, that's, that's kind of it. the phone thing is kind of uh, uh, connects to what I was going to my little thing for this week, which was uh, so, you know, Taylor Swift was doing the errors tour this week in Los Angeles. So that was one of the set of shows that people were like very much looking forward to. And if you know, uh, during the 22, the song 22, uh, Taylor always gives her 22 hat to uh, a member of the audience. And it's very excited, exciting. And if you get the 22 hat, it's like, holy shit, I got the 22 hat. Usually like a younger girl she gives it to. And so in one of the LA shows, she gave it to um, Vanessa and Kobe Bryant's daughter, Bianca. And I expected to read the comments and be like, oh, so sweet. What a heartfelt moment. How touching. This woman law. I mean, so this, this woman, this, chi- this child, she's six. Her name is Bianca. Six. She's six. She lost her older sister and her dad. One fell swoop. And she gets a hat in exchange. Right. Okay. And the, <laughs> right. the, in, the, the, the amount yeah, 
of grown people commenting on this post. Well, we've all lost someone. And (gasps) I just like, don't think that like Taylor should have concentrated on just like a celebrity because there was like so many people in that audience. And like so many people were like, I was thinking the same thing I was thinking. And I can't believe how many people echo this same sentiment. And I was like, you guys really fucking lack and because number one i've also lost a lot of people but i'm not six and i would highly argue that most people at six haven't lost their father and their older sister in a tragic helicopter crash you psychos i was like there are different levels and stages at, at, of losing people losing someone when you know at that point she was like three years old the and just like the trauma that must circulate around that family the the absolute loss that must be in that family like you guys are i, I would i like i almost i had stop myself from getting in a fight with these people because I was like you there is such a lack of empathy and such a why not me attitude online and it is absolutely disgusting and I gotta say sometimes we 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 have that with the listeners of this show too and I think we've had discussions of it enough and I know it is hard it is it's hard to look at a lot of other people who have so much and being a comedian, you know, uh, this is a, this is a, some, a problem I have with a lot of our colleagues who it's a constant, like, why not me? Mm-hmm. You know, why, why didn't I get this thing? Why didn't I get this TV show? Why didn't I get this festival? Cause it wasn't meant for you. Cause you're not good enough. Um, because or the other person, you didn't work as hard or the other person's uncle works for the festival. Like there's so many factors. Right. And I also do, do, do I, I also do think like we've all been told, like we are also deserving of everything that now we now expect that we are deserving of everything. And it's like, no, quite frankly, sometimes you're just not good enough and you didn't work hard, hard enough and you don't deserve it. Like the reason, uh, Kobe Bryant's daughter gets special treatment is because Kobe Bryant impacted a lot more lives than most of us will ever impact. And so they just get more. And that's just the way life is. And I'm sorry if that fucking upsets you. Five like, rings. grow up. What? Five-time champion. Yeah, it's like, it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. Wow. And also, to, and also, like, Taylor Swift is a celebrity, so her other friends are celebrities. And she, if you actually do a 10 seconds of research, you would know that her, um, uh, that Kobe Bryant's family and Taylor Swift have a long history yes. of things that they've done together. Like, just for 10 seconds, pretend that you're not a fucking moron. I would love it. It, 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 I was, I I was, uh, that's very disappointing. I was, I was aghast at these, at these comments about this six year old. uh, You're jealous of a six year old girl who got a fedora? Go to therapy. What is wrong with you? Think, look in the mirror and say, I was jealous of a six year old girl whose dad and sister are dead. So that's how, that's how un, like invaluable you feel and how out of control you feel in your life. That's pathetic. Very. You're pathetic and it's okay. You can fix it, but right now you're pathetic. And you need to f- fix that ASAP. And I didn't even go, like, I didn't even, I could have had, I had to walk away from the post, but like, I'm, and you know, these are, these are uh, husbands and wives. These are uh, voters. These are people who are probably making decisions about women's bodies. These are people who are raising children. These are people who are procreating. It's, it, truly the worst, worst than any, any horror movie I've ever watched in my entire life. Yeah, that is, that is disgusting. Just like, yeah, yeah some, some people in life get more than other people. It sucks. Yeah. Maybe in your next lifetime you get, you get more. Like it's uh, what? Yeah. What? Oof. I 
can't imagine being jealous of a six-year-old, period. But being jealous of a six-year-old whose father and sister died tragically and the absolute cloud and weight that that will hold over their family for the rest of their lives and they will never, and that will always be something hanging over them. There was nothing I would trade for that in the entire world. Yeah, and that that thing you said about some Taylor Swift, because we know a lot of Taylor Swift fans, like diehard Taylor Swift fans, who are fantastic human beings. So it's definitely not all Taylor Swift fans, but... She fucking, what you said was so fucking funny weeks ago about like, you know, I'm uh, she's cheer captain and I'm on the bleachers. So a lot of her fans yeah. are the bitches on the bleachers. Yeah, that's and it's sure. the, why does he like her and not me kind of thing. Um, and that, that is exactly that type of sad vibe in that, that you are a stronger woman than I for not absolutely going to town on those people saying that. That's insane. I'm not going to teach them anything in that moment. No. You know, it's like they're going to have to learn that through like the lessons of life that will <sighs> be presented to them over the years. But like, I, I do think though, like if you're like again, and it's and this why why not me is something that always makes my skin crawl. It's it's so prevalent among comedians. I mm. always walk away when people are having a why not me conversation. And I know some people right now are make, like, yeah. Yeah, are yeah, like yeah. I like, but what about call her daddy? That wasn't a why not me. That was like, why did you steal her idea? Yeah, <laughs> literally <laughs> verbatim. So I just want to clear that if that's on anyone's mind. <laughs> but like anytime, and, I, and, and certainly I do look at things and go, man, I would have really liked that opportunity. And then I just say to myself, well, get the fuck off your phone. Stop looking at all these other things that people achieved and go and work harder because you obviously didn't work harder. What, what the material you're putting out isn't resonating with people enough. You got to make a change. You got to do something different. That's truly what the conversation I have with myself. I don't go just, I don't just sit around and go, what the world is against me. No, it's not. The world doesn't care about you that much. You're a blip. You're a blip in the world. Okay. Mm-hmm. You can think none of us really matter on a singular <laughs> basis. And okay. So just get, just know that. Um, and, uh, yeah, I just, so if you start thinking like, why me, I, I would really, uh, advise you to, to, to train yourself out of that thinking, yeah. no matter what it is, it because it comes up so you. much and it's so gross and nobody likes it. Yeah. 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 It's the, so that sad. That victim mentality is fucking, it is very prevalent. And Why I do wonder, me? Can, yeah. you also, can you just imagine being an adult and wanting the Taylor 22 fedora? Stop it. Yeah. Yuck. That's another layer. Yeah. I wonder too, if those people like, you know, we were talking earlier about like, you wouldn't like men and women wouldn't say the things that they say to each other on dating apps, if you were face to face, you just oh, wouldn't say yeah, that. No, like, of course not. I, I That's why if- I have no problem going to skank fest. I'm like, no one's calling me a cum bucket to my face. And honestly, if you did, I commend you for your yeah. bravery because you're going to have a long weekend. Do you think those people who call, those people that commented about that, like would say that out loud? Probably not out loud. I mean, you'd have to have real some real cojones to say that like to a six-year-old, but like- I just, yeah, seriously. And then it's also so interesting to see this, like this, like, uh, internet wide communal jealousy over celebrities. It's like, Mm. uh, Oh, it's like, it's like, I think that's why part of the reason now, now it's being exposed. Why celebrities are celebrities. Like a lot of it is like hateful watching. Yes. And when, when somebody does something like the Lizzo thing, when like, when somebody does something that is, is wrong, right. Is morally like not okay. Everyone, it it is fucked up to watch everybody enjoy tearing other people apart. It's like the, so you've been publicly shamed kind of, uh, concepts that John Watson wrote about. Um, and it's like, even if you just look at the Lizzo thing, I, I think like everybody has, done something really cunty or shitty towards somebody else. And I I watch these people enjoy tearing Lizzo down and it doesn't take away from the fact that like 
that the her dancers and that documentary uh, film director who bowed out of the project, like, yeah, like they didn't like being around her and they got out. Sure. Oh, great. But like the the enjoyment of tearing her down is just I'm like, that's not that's fucked up. It like is. We can't we can't just go. But you did the like to stop a cycle. It's I think the trickiest part to stopping a cycle. And it's not just familial. Like when you see something like that happening, instead of going, I can't believe Lizzo of all people right. who has dealt with body weight and being a black woman, all this stuff. How dare she? Fuck you. You every human being could absolutely understand how you can be at your limit and be a fucking cunt. Or maybe she has narcissism from being that famous because fame is a mental illness like that. That amount of fame has got to be tricky. Or so maybe she's like, in a bad mood because everyone spends all their time talking about her weight and she just right. wants to be mean to someone because sometimes it feels good. <laughs> but like every human being <laughs> understands that concept. And yeah. we're all pretending that we don't when we're taking her down. And that's just such bullshit. And so to stop the cycle, you got to not. I understand how that it can be tricky, but it's very doable. You just got to not take the fucking bait and don't add to the grossness of the conversation. Well, and now, and when we talk about, you know, I think we're living through, you know, Andy Warhol's prediction of everyone getting their 15 minutes, but both in the positive and the negative, right? So like positively, yes, like so many people kind of became like really huge stars overnight on TikTok or Instagram or whatever people like that necessarily weren't even pursuing a, a career in entertainment, Um, but I also think, you know, like things like these, like, you know, Karen video accounts and stuff, people are also getting their 15 minutes for a negative, uh, thing. And I think anytime you've been, once you've been through, and and I don't wish this on anyone, I really don't know, but anytime, once you've been through an experience like that, where you on your worst day and your worst behavior, uh, is exposed and, uh, spread around the internet, I think you would really never, uh, treat someone like that again. And if you did, yeah, you got to get, you have to continually learn that lesson, you know, or like be presented with that again. Um, and I know that, you know, a lot of people's retort to that is basically like, well, then if you just were being a good person 24 seven, it wouldn't even be possible to get this moment on tape. And like, yes, no one is a good person 24 seven. Of course, there are extreme examples of racism, racism, misogyny, violence, animal abuse that yes, no one would ever be able to get those moments for a lot of us on tape because they don't exist. But for some of these, it's like, all right, relax. Oh yeah. Let me just, let, give me your, give me your phone for a second. Let me search yeah. some words, yeah. you know, <laughs> yeah. shut the fuck up. Yeah. It's so pathetic. We all have skeletons in our closet. We've all behaved in man- manners that we're not proud of. And like I said, I think a lot of people carry shame about something on their back. And so that makes you act like a nasty bitch. And in moments where you're, you're, you're not proud of, and these are the moments that we're filming and then putting in front of people going, I can't believe she did that. Yes. You fucking can believe she did that. Stop it. You're excited to point the finger at somebody else. Right. Let's, let's not, let's stop with that. Well, Bethany Frankel actually did a really Love interesting, her. um, uh, kind of like Instagram to camera reel about the Liz's situation. And I thought she described people, uh, being excited to, uh, pounce on Lizzo as a feeding frenzy. And I mm, thought that was a yes. really perfect way to phrase that. Yes. And I'm sure she's experienced many things like that being a huge reality TV, TV star. Um, and even though, uh, after reading the accusations against Lizzo, of course, it's like hard to side with her. And, um, but, but, I, I didn't want to pile on in any way to that. Like there, I, uh, right. I like unposted so many things like that. I was like trying to make jokes and I was like, I don't even actually want to contribute to this well, because yeah. of the, 
because of the way people are acting like just disgusts me. Cause if, well, if you think about it too, it's like, even like with the, when the me too movement resurfaced, I'm like the, the, how to have a really valuable conversation that actually moves the needle, which is not most people's goal when something like this happens. No, it's getting clicks. If, if, yeah, exactly. So, but if you, if you, for the Lizzo situation as the example, like if you, if you fucking shame her and say, how fucking dare you, blah, blah, blah. Do you think that's actually going to make her want to face the moments where she wasn't acting proud of herself? Like, do you think like, no, it's not. It's not inviting dialogue to like, we all do this shit. We all behave. We can all have the potential to behave disrespectfully and rude towards other people. Uh, and so pouncing on her is not going to make her want to go, Hey, you know what? I'm going to take a look at those moments. And those were not my proudest moments. I got my ego got cut up with the fame. All I do is get fucking body shamed by the internet. That's very stressful. Then you have a, a dialogue, but like jumping on her like that is only going to push her. That's how you get right wingers. Yeah, we get we get horny as a society. Like when when we think about like someone else having to like pay penance, especially to us, to us, the fan of the celebrity, like we get like fucking collectively horny. And it's yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. It's I just find it so uh repulsive. I mean, and I catch myself get in moments like that. When we did the Mark Harley thing, I was like, fuck this guy, fuck this piece of shit fucking. Like I got really mad. But it's like Well, I mean, you know, that's also someone who's like, I mean, co- like violent. committing like crime yeah yeah yeah, yeah, like yeah. against a, like against a woman because I, I mean i think like because you know there is the part of the lizzo a- allegations with like the sexual assault and you're like well that's not great like forcing no. um uh somebody to participate in a sex show well, or like to forcing touch them to eat like you know bananas out of genitalia yeah, yeah no, that's fuck no. disgusting Ugh. um and then uh what else was it with lizzo i don't know just the whole, the whole thing. You're just like, and also any, any apology you get, like, it's not a real apology. It's just someone no. who want not, not They're wanting to ruin control. their career. Like, always. The fuck? That's what it always is because there's not real dialogue about this when it happens. Like people aren't saying like, Hey, you know, what, 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 maybe you weren't, maybe that wasn't your best day. You know, th- that's th- those type of words are not being used. we also don't really know these people. It's so it's not really right. our job. It's like Lizzo has friends and, and family and, you know, and I think it's more of a situation of how did she get in, how did she get into a space as so many celebrities do where no one was telling her like, no, or like, yeah, where no one was telling her no, basically. Yeah. We see that happen to, to almost every celebrity at a that's certain point. That's why I think point. fame is a mental illness because everybody no, hands you, they cheer you on for stuff that's a lot of times mediocre. And, yeah. uh, and then people put out bad albums, bad yeah. movies, and weird, and shitty things. And it's easy to get like so applauded for something and you go, oh, that's good. Okay, I'm going to keep doing it. And then you make art that you don't even like and you're like, how did we get here? You know? So, so everyone's complicit. I mean, the fans are complicit, the, uh, yes, men and women in people's lives, you guys are part of the problem. So it's like, it's not, it, 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 it's very hard to, uh, by, by yourself in a bubble, become a monster. Totally. You know? It just totally. is. It's, we're all, we all contribute to it in some way or another. Mm-hmm. And then also a quick correction from last week. Uh, I just, just for anyone who was listening, uh, the conversation that we do about like, you know, where, where I was talking about, like my father having a traumatic brain injury. I, I just say traumatic brain injury a lot because it was technically a hypoxic brain injury, uh, which, which means it's like the result is pretty much is pretty similar, but hypoxic means that the injury came from lack of oxygen, oxygen. whereas traumatic is where it was like actual physical physical um, impact. So just for clarification mm. on that, if anyone was uh, 
thinking Hi- about it. Um, but anytime I, yeah. anytime I say hypoxic, people go, what? So I just say traumatic yeah. a lot of times. Um, but just if anyone was like from the medical community is like listening and they're like, that doesn't add up that I just wanted to clarify that, mm-hmm. but it doesn't take any, take or change anything from the comfort, uh, the conversation because, uh, a lot of times we were, uh, dealing with specialists who specialized in like, uh, TBI, because again, like the behaviors that you would exhibit and Similar. stuff are the same, just the cause is different. So Sweet. yes. All right, guys. And make sure to uh, subscribe to our Clips channel on uh, YouTube if you haven't already. Some, we have it, and then sometimes we forget to talk about it. But yeah. like the short clips that you see on our Instagram, they're all collected on our Clips channel. And you can access our Clips channel right by going to youtube.com slash guys we fucked without the you and fucked. So it's, yeah. we just split long form and short form. And uh, thank you so much to everyone. We have also like a lot of new graphics. If you guys haven't checked out the YouTube in a while, we reformatted uh, our podcast a bit. So if you haven't watched it in a couple of weeks, it's all new and you should definitely check it out if you're not someone yeah. who normally watches and you just kind of listen. Um, all right, guys, speaking of listening, we're excited for you to listen to our guest interview today. She is a stand up comedian. She's a writer. She's an award winning producer. She's a very talented actress. She's got a gorgeous ass face. And that's at the bottom of the list because she's so talented at all these other stuff. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome to the show, Gabby, Gabby Bryan. I was feeling so alone. Nowhere to go. Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast, is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. 
Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350 plus live channels, movies and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. No, no. Thank you. You're good. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I thought that was Mike doing that. that was me. No, oh, it was annoying. Like Mike, sorry. <laughs> no, it's okay. No, I get it. Oh, she takes it back. Now that I'm it's like my own person. Now. I don't take offense to things. I don't take things personally. Anymore. And that was literally such a Mike moment where, like, where there's a moment that he whistles or drops something. Yeah, but Christina did it today. Yeah, yeah, switching it up. <laughs> no, no, guys, we are here with stand-up comedian and shining smile haver. <laughs> Gabby oh, Bryan. you do glow, Gabby. You have really? a shining yeah. smile. I have a facial oil on. That's why. Gorgeous. Yeah. So you have to tell us off the pod so we're not accidentally promoting someone who's not paying us. Yeah, of course. Of course. <laughs> of course. Uh, welcome to the show. Yes, Thanks so happy for having me. I like you because you, when you do comedy, you feel like someone I would actually want to hang out with. And I can't really <gasps> say that about any, well, m- about most comedians. You're yeah. like, they would be fun to like have it a roast or, or, d- or drink with. Right. Mm, but like, I don't, actually. Hang I don't know that in daytime I would want to be around them. That right. warms my heart. You, yeah. you do. You like the the way you and the uh, the way you also talk to young women. I also enjoy because you know you're you're roasting them, but oh, like, and it goes over yes. their head. It, I love roasting women because we deserve to be roasted. Yes. But I don't want. Yeah. We don't need men, exactly. male comedians, Correct. boy comedians roasting women. <laughs> So, yes. but we need someone roasting them. Yes. yes. And I would, I, I want them to know that I love them. Yeah. But we're all going to be roasted. Right. And I'm involved. Like I'm roasting them, but I'm also roasting myself in the process. Yeah. You give a, you give a lot. Like even when you're hosting your show, we, we learn a lot about who you are <laughs> and the mistakes you've made. But like it, there's something, you know, it just, because you look like you're very put together. Oh, and you're not. No, well, and then you, well, really? I mean, in your reveals, <laughs> I mean, obviously it could just be art. You know, making up stuff. Who knows? You know, because everyone comes up like like every bit of stand up comedy is 100 percent accurate. I'm like, well, you'll, you're never know. You'll, you'll, you will never know exactly what is real and what is not. Sure, there's a little fluff. I, I should, yeah. yeah, you can't tell. You can't tell for, people. Mine's real. Um, <laughs> what uh, are you a mess? Are you like a hot mess? I'm not a hot mess. Okay, I would say I'm very. I'm like calm mess. Oh, I'm a oh, contained that. mess. <laughs> That's Does fun. that make sense? Yeah. That's that sounds fun. Yeah. Like I make the same mistakes over and over to a point where it's not a mess really. It's kind of just a pattern. Yeah. Did it take you a while to realize you're making the same mistakes over and over or have you known it the whole time? 
I've known it. I kind of. <laughs> it's something special when you have a front row seat to your fuck up and you're like, yeah. here I go again and I'm doing the thing and I'm dating that person again. Yeah. And, and you do, but you don't do anything about it. You just watch. Yeah. I kind of do this thing where I, I, I go out with a guy. Let's say we're talking about dating. Yeah. I go with a guy. I go, he's absolutely insane. This will be funny. And then I fall in love with him. Yeah. Do you wait? So you really start. Do you, are you being honest with yourself when you truly start it? Just saying like, this will be funny. Like this is for a joke. Yeah. Because really? I, yes. You know what? I think we all are so riddled with disease as comedians <laughs> oh, that we're like so, so actually bored in real life. Like I'm pretty calm and boring in my brain and I need some sort of outside entertainment mm-hmm. Yeah, because I don't want to perform off stage. I agree with that part. Yes. I do find if I if I get bored, I have to cause chaos yes. for sure. Mm-hmm. So it's a chaotic fun. person, I'm like, go. Yeah, yeah, give me a mess that I can clean up. Let right. me listen. What's uh, right. what brand of chaotic man do you like? Because there's so many different kinds. There's so many different kinds, and they're all hot. <laughs> they're also sexy. <laughs> they're all hot. I love a neck tattoo. Oh, oh. you're speaking my language. Yes, oh. I love gold teeth. I oh, love, yes. all gold or like one? I love a smattering. Yeah. Like, who's gold. your favorite celebrity in this genre of bad boy? Oh, mm. um, I like Post Malone. Like, I'll go full out. Like dirt. Like, I like some. Do you smell bad? I think. Post Malone probably really does smell yeah. bad, but yeah. he's a kind heart. You smell him through the photos. <laughs> he seems kind. He does. He's so yeah. nice. In and his, his lyrics are great. Why do you get a face tattoos? Yeah, Why not? I'm I mean, sure. I mean, I, I like this shit. I support it. Yeah. I like um, Machine Gun Kelly. Like, yeah. If, yeah, he's hot. I'm not obsessed with him. I don't like blonde guys because I feel like I'm related to them. But <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That genre of guy who's just like really intense and he's like, he's like always with moody. American, I'm so you know? moody. Yeah. He's so immature, though. That's the problem. Yeah. You, you like the immature? I don't do it on purpose, but oh, I think I like yeah. it. Yeah. Where is that coming from, you think? Because they're so crazy and it's fun. <laughs> so, yeah, you really just want entertainment in your life. Yes. It is kind of fun. And then the thing is you can't help who you fall in love with, but you can. You can help You it. can. <laughs> you can steer yourself. Like, I I, yeah. I know when I'm in the process of making myself become obsessed. I do yeah. it. On fu- I do it on purpose. Yes. It's because we're fun. girls and we love a fandom. Yeah. Like I'm, I've always I been boys. like a fan of something. Mm. Yeah. And then when something's so insane, I'm like, oh my God, Ooh. what the fuck? <laughs> and I just love it. I imagine you, if you ever get married one day, you're at the, you're, you're making your speech and you're like, when I first met you, I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> Literally, what the fuck? <laughs> okay. Well, who's the craziest guy you've ever dated? Like, give us some hits. So like, what kind of, what kind of, what kind of behaviors have you personally experienced that you're like, oh, I should change? You know, I love a guy who's like, uh, immediately obsessed with me oh so like a love bombing yeah. I, that's, that was gonna be my next follow up question when you described the kind of guy you like because I was like that's a love bombing when type read, for sure when I read about love bombing I'm like great a I'm bomb like, of love yeah sign me up yes. but then it is toxic I actually had to have a Gen Z explain to me why it was bad what did the Gen Z say? What did the Gen Z say? <laughs> I'm like, they, I was like, so what is, I think it was on stage. I was like, what is love bombing? And they explained it to me. And I was like, and why is that? Why don't we not want yeah. that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're like, it's manipulative. And I'm like, in is what? It? Way? But what if it's fun? <laughs> but what, what if, if they're right? fun for me? Yeah. But what if what they're right? What if they are about that great? in love with me? Yeah, that's the problem. Because because when when someone love bombs me, I just think, finally, someone who gets someone it. Who, exactly. <laughs> someone who yes. understands what I'm selling that's here. That's what I've been saying. Yeah, that's, the, that's yeah. the problem. I still can't delineate. Yeah. What's, yeah, how do you know? 
how do you know if it's a love bomb or not? Like, what are the signs? I mean, I think the the pace at at which it's moving is the number one giveaway because a a, a healthy love is supposed to grow at a a, a slower pace. Like the way, like if you're making a snowman and you're making one of the balls. Like you have to earn (laughs) each other's trust, in other words, not just give it to each other. Yeah, and just because you you like someone's vibe. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah. I'm handing it out like fucking samples at Costco. follow me while you're at it. Yeah, yeah. Right. Here's my home address. Yeah, well, but then when you date a nor- like I, I started going out with like a, a normal, healthy guy, and I was like, okay, he wants me dead. Like he wants <laughs> to see me once a week. Right? What's Whoa. that? See, once a week—that's not a lot. I like once a week, but what's his occupation? But it's better. It's because he's working and he cares about his yeah I career. Guess. Yeah, it is right. Good. That is good. But I'm like, if you like me, you're gonna have to see me every day. Every day is that- no. And then I and then I grow oh. to hate it. So yeah, it's really and then you my resent own, them. Yeah, and then I'm like, I need space. But in the beginning, I was like, when you are not obsessed. You with me. built your own hamster wheel, and you're like, why am I on here? Yeah, I'm tired. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's no, the thing bad. with love bombing <laughs> is you do you grow sick of the person at a much faster rate. So yeah. you're gonna have intense short relationships. Yeah, and I'm speaking about this. Like, I know about it because I do. Yeah, same. <laughs> Speaking at this from a, a professional perspective yeah. of someone who does this all the time. Exactly. Because it, it, it just feels exciting. I don't know. It's like when people talk about what they're looking for, they're like, yeah, I'm trying to build a slow a slow burn people to be there for me. I go, I don't need that. I was I was at home last night doing all my crazy fucking witchcraft shit. And then I went to sleep with my dog and I was like, this was the best night ever. Yes. And if I had to wake up next to someone, it would ruin everything that I just did tonight. Yes. Mm-hmm. What I was your you. witchcraft? Um, well, I mean, I've been practicing Wicca since I was in like seventh grade. So I was just <gasps> doing, you know, jar spells, et cetera. Cute. You know, it's a good time. What's the difference between a regular spell and a jar spell? A jar, oh, a, jar, jar? A, jar, a jar, a jar, yeah, yeah. Literally a jar spell a is just jar. a is just a is just a category of spells, and it's oh. you, you can almost think of it as like the same as like a jar salad. It's just an <laughs> an e, like an easier uh, way to approach a spell. Oh. Like if you're not you put all the shit in the jar, yeah, because spell, spells can be more complicated, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But like I'm not like I'm not. I know it, witchcraft is very in vogue right now, so it feels almost embarrassing talking about it. But I like have been seriously like practicing Wicca since I was in seventh grade. So. That's amazing. <laughs> we used cool. to do that in college a lot. We would get really drunk me and my theater school friends obviously oh yeah <laughs> theater kids love light as a feather uh, stiff as a board yes we would buy a spell book and we would yeah. get drunk on four loco and we would kind of attempt to do the spell yeah yeah and it wouldn't work but we'd yeah. be like that was nice yeah <laughs> you know? at least we wanted we were doing something that could have worked yeah we were doing something together after but yeah. what kind of spells were you doing how do you know that they didn't work one time my friends, I wasn't actually at this spell, but it is the most famous college spell story of my friend group. <laughs> we all, any, any millennial has a spell story. Yeah. Spell story. You always have a spell Go story. Go into the woods and get one <laughs> raccoon's toenail. Yeah. And they're like, all right, I guess we're going Don't to Don't even ask questions. Park. Yeah. <laughs> there was like a, a old cat who had one eye in the neighborhood. <laughs> okay. And they were all, um, you know, drunk and high. And they were like, let's do a healing spell on this cat. Oh, Yeah. It's sweet. Out of kindness, yeah. this spell was born. And they did this sp- spell, but they didn't have sage. So they used like weed and they didn't have <laughs> that is. something. So they use like whatever, tap water or Windex. And then um, they did that spell. <laughs> <laughs> and all they all of a the sudden, there were a bunch of cats at the back door all scratching to oh. get in. Are you serious? Yeah, this, this literally you happened. did the spell right. Yeah. So something happened. The cat still didn't have an eye, but all the cats were called... Cool. Well, maybe they were yeah. there to something. Well, you know, they're like, you know, magic, it, it can't, 
Magic Icy Cake. It can't do like things the way Magic without the K can do because those right. are fake. But so it's like couldn't bring the eye back. But maybe the healing was what in the, the support right, from Michael. the cat community. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah. Maybe so they, maybe it did work. Yeah, it, yeah. It, they created you, some sort of cat. Your town energy. Hall. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. You, you were, your energy was call from the spell was calling in the cat. It's a cat. Animals were sensitive. It was beautiful. Yeah. Oh, cool. I wasn't there, but I, um, have you ever dated a, a guy who's into witchy stuff? <laughs> You gotta watch out for those, I feel. No. A warlock? Yeah. I've never dated I've never, a warlock. I've never met a warlock. They right. actually only like to be called witches. I but, don't think uh, they're on hinge. <laughs> yeah. I've never found a warlock in, who's not gay. Yeah. Right. I have Neither. a collection of gay warlocks, right. as we all do. As you do. Yeah. yeah. Mm. I would con- even consider myself one of them. Mm. But I don't. A gay warlock? I've never met a straight warlock. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you, so you said hinge. Is that the only dating app that you're on? I'm on Hinge. I'm on Raya. I was gonna say. I was yeah, like, I feel you like gotta, I should be on Raya. Be on yeah. Raya just to see. But everyone you meet on Raya is just the worst person you've ever met in your life. I I've met been... one really good person on Raya, though. The only boyfriend I've ever had from a dating app is from Raya, and I agree. Same. Everyone was terrible except for that one person. I saw the profile of one Mr. Trevor Noah once, and I was like, yes, yes. And I was like, should I re? Should I close the app and reopen it to do it again? Like yeah. I was so. I was like, oh. <laughs> This will keep me on that app for 10 years. Yes. Whew. Same. I saw him. So I sexy. I saw um, Pete Davidson was on it. None of them have said yes to me, so fuck that up. That could be bots, too. I <laughs> yeah. mean, as much as men get tricked, I feel like women could get tricked on dating apps, too. Yeah. I feel like those guys are maybe, or also, like, who knows, maybe the app, like, paid them to make a profile, but they never uh, interact on it. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. love Trevor Noah. He's oh so God. hot. I yeah. saw him in person so at an SNL party, and you always see him in the suit. He was wearing a leather jacket, and I was like, Ooh. what Whoa. the fuck is up with your face? Everything about you is, like, the sexiest thing I've ever seen. He is it. And he's good at stand-up. He's great so at stand-up. Good. Surprisingly. So Beautiful smart. accents. Yeah. Oh, oh, he's a 10. The he's dimples. a 10 all around. A man with dimples? Oh, yeah. Because anyway. when he showed up, I was like, this guy's too hot and has too cool of an accent to be good thing. at stand-up. Yeah. And then he did stand-up. And it was like, this will get in the basement and of the talented. old UCB. And you're like, fuck, you're good at stand-up too. Ah, well, you're fuck You're an me. asshole. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now we're all mad at yeah, you, fuck actually. You. you can have a stand-up comedian that's so hot, it's distracting. A male stand-up comedian. Yes. I know everybody says that with women. And I, I kind of agree. Like, I, I get it. I get what they're saying. But yeah, I mean, you really got to almost work harder if you're hot. Well, that well, yeah, that, that's what you know. Matt Reif is you know touring hugely right now, yeah. and you can tell. And he's just getting frustrated because it's it's turned into like a, a live escort. Uh, like, yeah, show. like magic mics. Yeah. People are like screaming at him. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Here's yeah. my tits. And yeah. he's like, can I just say a sentence? I'll get to your tits. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. It's like, oh, but women me... can be scummy too. Kind yes. of. Oh, for sure. Love oh my god. I get annoyed for him too because I'm like, you know, it's like, how much empathy can I have for someone who's that good looking? He's but then so I, hot. Yeah, but then I'm just like. It, it, it is annoying if you, you truly love stand up and yeah. you're working at it. Like how fucking annoying. Yeah. His bone structure. I would love his bone structure. <laughs> it's gorgeous Great bone face. Structure. Do you think he has gotten buccal fat removal or that's natural? What is that? The, Bu- buccal? You don't know what this. buccal fat removal is? The one that makes you look gaunt. That's like, that's the whole thing now. Oh. The, the, yeah. Yep. Oh. That's oh. the whole thing. You got to get that sucked out. Buccal I'm dying. I want my buccal fat removed and put into my tits oh yeah i want recycle it yeah Yeah. just move it all here just Just move it it all into my tits (laughs) oh okay so that's how people get that that's not a natural look no it's complete it's sucked out wow man there's so many procedures Uh, no one's face is real fuck no one's face is real yeah, and it's, it's kind of it's kind of like oh you're cheating, but then you do look hotter. So and I like looking at you better now. So I it's guess true. Okay. Have you seen um, Leah Michelle lately? New face. Mm-mm. Oh, brand new face. That's uh, from Glee. Yeah. 
Oh, I loved her face. I mean, whatever. Again, that's I, 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 I dish out the same comments that I'm like, guys, it's her body, her choice, and then I'm like, oh, come on, you fucking cheater. <laughs> like, it's a parallel, you know. From BBC Radio Four, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my god, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts, if you dare. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. I want to Google new face Leah Michelle. New face. Wow. You know, the, oh, the yeah. jaw is sculpted. The, yeah, the buckle five. The oh, yeah. Gone. Holy yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah, the yeah. lips yeah, are Yeah, that's pumped. not a contour. Yeah. No. Wow. Yeah. She, the buckle fat is gown wow yeah i've never heard of that oh really? yeah that's like that's like a that's the is thing. that is that invasive i mean they're sucking the fatty i Jesus. don't know how they get it out that's a good question <sighs> wow because no one's scarred up so it has to be kind of like a suctiony it seems I like hope- it could be a small needle like the way you put stuff the filler in it seems yeah. like you're kind of taking it out the same way no uh, i hope men get i'll this find stuff out when done. i do it <laughs> johnny resnick does yeah, they don't look good though. He's not a good poster child. He's a Google Doll sleep singer. He looks not great. Way too much work. Broadway is up. dark tonight. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or it should be at least. <laughs> great song. Great it doesn't, song. Plastic song. surgery doesn't really look good on men. Unfortunately, I, maybe he looks insane. Or maybe well, men yeah. have it and we don't realize it because they've gotten good plastic surgery. I feel like when you see it and it's so glaringly obvious, you're like, eh, you went to the, the discount guy. But yeah. it's one of the few medicines that more work has been put in for females than males. So that's why just the same way as like, the, we, like, we, like, yeah. we, like they're like, well, if a girl's autistic, we don't even know. That's how it <laughs> yeah. is for getting like a face lift we for don't men. Even know. <laughs> Girls now men know what it feels like. Yeah. 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 That's the yeah, She's doctor. just a crazy bitch. <laughs> if a girl's autistic, we don't even really know. <laughs> yeah, I read an article about how like women are so like trained and socialized to be like polite and whatever that they've like trained themselves to hide symptoms of aut- autism to their doctors just without even knowing it. I'm yep. like, damn, I mean, we're fucked. We're hiding everything. I know. Mm-hmm. Of course we're hiding autism. I know. <laughs> I know. We gotta stop hiding. I know. Uh, girls, be if you're on the spectrum. Be, just be, be on, on the it. spectrum. Yeah. Be confident. Or maybe about you've that. hid it from yourself. Women are really good at hiding things. Yeah. From themselves and from others. That's so true. Do you have something you're you were hiding about yourself that you like finally stopped and you're like, ah. Oh. Um 
Or, or like a high? part of a part of your personality, or I don't know, like a well, I don't know. Yeah, anything. I think I think when I just turned twenty nine, and I think that's been the age. Like I've always like I know myself. Yeah. Oh, I this I have it unlocked, and really? then you wake up at twenty nine, and you're like, what the fuck? Who am I? Who am I? Yeah. What's going on? Mm, yeah. What do I want to do? What do I think? Like everything is like it's like a, a, a eraser on a whiteboard. Yeah, like, it's all gone. And then really? the work you've done. Yeah. 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 It's interesting. Do you think the things that you were concentrating on aren't like aren't important anymore? Do you see a, like do you are you not interested in being in the entertainment business because you're from an entertainment business family? Yeah. So has, has that like were you always wanting to be in the entertainment business? I think I just always was, and then I woke up at 29 like, and I was like, oh, oh, do like, I want to like you didn't make an active choice. No, oh, okay, it yeah. was just like we that's what everyone does. Yeah. So, so wait, you're it. yeah. What it, what can you tell us more about that? You're you're always been in the entertainment industry. I know. A little bit, but like, well, my dad's a musician and my uh, mom's a painter. Oh, that's so cool to have both parents They're be very artists. I know that's like very Lena Dunham. Yeah. Oh my yes. god. Oh fuck. <laughs> no, but like, you Lena believe Dunham. in yourself. I also love Lena. Dunham. But you yeah. believe in yourself in a way that you're like curious to go deeper in your own psyche. I imagine. Well, there's just like no shame at all. You, you hear a lot of right. comedians coming up, and they're like, "My parents were like, get a job," and my parents were like, "Do talk about your tits on stage." Wow, that's cool. That's it. really cool. I remember. I so did a supported. show. Yeah. I did a show and my dad was in the audience and I had this big bit about blowjobs and I got off stage and he <laughs> yeah. goes, I have the perfect tag for your Oh, oh my God. <laughs> and okay, I was like, the vernacular, okay. the tag. Yes. 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 So they're big comedy fans. So they always just supported me. So we're just kind of doing it. I'm like, oh, okay, that's great. What we're doing. Have you been around a lot of famous people since you were a kid? Yes, I know. Yeah. Like um, who, who cool that you're like, oh, that's uncle so-and-so. And someone's like, what the fuck? Hmm. No one really that exciting. <laughs> oh, okay, I don't know. Queen Latifah lived in my town. Whoa. That's cool. Yeah. That's she's awesome. Cool. I would see her at Dunkin' Donuts. Oh, hell yeah. Queen I knew I liked Duncan. her. Yeah, yeah, she's yeah. cool. She's yeah, a yeah, DD yeah. bitch. Yeah. <laughs> you gotta be a DD bitch. That's what yeah. she runs on. I feel like I was around just a lot of like normal kind of like, there there would be a smattering of famous people, but it was mostly like w- like working musicians. Oh, and, I love, yeah. I'm dating know, a musician. And, it's, it's so great. fun being around musicians. Yeah. They just fuck when they hang out, they sing and play their music, and you're like, This is what you guys fucking do in your spare time. Everyone has an instrument. Magical. (laughs) It's fucking magical. Right, right. Yeah. They love a jam. Talented. Like, what the fuck? Yes. It's really cool. Yeah. A lot of like songwriters and stuff like that. Nice. So how did you how do you think you landed in comedy? Were you always the funny person? Was it just something that you like there was like, no one's done this yet? I just I think I just did it. Well, I went to theater school, unfortunately. And Oh yeah. You didn't like it? It was gay something to do <laughs> it's pretty gay um it was a little too like i grew up doing music and then i got into theater school and it was a little like everyone was like in their high school theater club and i was like everyone was the best i, just, I don't yeah. want to be a nerd right 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 right, right, right. TV. right um, right yeah so <laughs> but i get i kept getting cast as like the lead the, yeah the blonde girl lead and i'm like i really want to wear the fat suit i want to be the character i want to be the old person the old whatever. Bitch, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. and then i'm like how do i figure out how to get into the comedic i just like the comedic roles Better. Yeah, you just, just stand, up. stand up. Yeah, that's a great yeah. shoot. That's a great route. I also think, route. as a woman, hate hate to say it, <laughs> say it though. We're always trying to like uh, give ourselves like impossible uh, like challenges. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you were like, "I'm hot. How do I not be? What is the <laughs> one up. job where being hot <laughs> isn't gonna hurt? 
Stand up. Stand up. That's right. Seven years later. Yes. Because anytime, I gotta be honest, I mean, I think most of us feel this way, but anytime we see like someone who could be a model who's a comedian, yourself and my, Matt Reif included, Thank I you. go, well, I am suspect of this person until they prove me otherwise, you know? So I go, I'm gonna keep my eye on this. Yes. <laughs> and I get and it. She Thank did. you. <laughs> no, I, I was like, one day I'm like, why the fuck did I do this? I could be the queen of marketing right yeah. now. Right, right, yes. right. I could be running an yep. office. Yep, yep, firm. Yep. Oh my God. I could yep. be the li- head of some sort of firm. Yeah. But I decided. Some sort of firm. With to your Tory Burch flats. Oh my God. Oh my God. I could be flats. Could be Tory Burch flats. Yes. Yes. I'm yes. such a fucking idiot. I literally am <laughs> an idiot. You love a challenge. I love a challenge, I guess. What's been the greatest challenge in your life so far? Doing goddamn stand-up comedy. Yeah, really? Seriously? Yeah. Yeah. I think so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's so hard. It, yeah. It's hard, but you. I like you. You're just chipping away at something, chipping away at something, and ch- your soul, but also like the jokes and 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 how you are on stage in your act. And it is it is one of those things where the more effort you put in, the, the better you get results. It's, it is it's cool like in that way. A doctor, mm-hmm. if you, I want to be a doctor, there's the path. Honest to God, if you want to be a stand-up, just fucking do it for 10 years incessantly. Yeah. You will eventually get good. Yeah, and then you wake up one day and you're like, oh, I'm good now. Yeah, thank God. Oh, thank God. Oh, because if that wasn't God. happening, I was gonna I wouldn't say everyone who does it for 10 years would get good because we, we, you know, there are people who've been good, going around, you know, in our, yeah. but I think, sure, sure, sure. I think like, yes, you can improve being funny. Like, mm-hmm. you have to have some natural ability Ability, yeah but you can yeah you can work on being funny for sure do you get a, a lot yeah. of people coming up to you after shows um men probably but maybe women too like well i usually don't like women i don't usually don't think women are funny but like oh i didn't think you were gonna f- funny because you were pretty like do you ever get that said to you i used to get the i didn't think women are funny but you're the one woman like yeah. that yeah. but every female oh, comic God. gets that yeah so it's yeah like, for sure you, it's you're saying that to every female comic right you yeah. just think it's interesting um <laughs> have you ever tried to get fucked after a show by an audience member yes that's why i'm doing it but nice. really, is it working? Maybe because maybe because you're you're uh, like a significantly enough younger than us that maybe the new generation is like because you're like very end of millennial, right? I'm tw- yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. I think 27 is the end of yeah, millennial. Yeah, oh, so okay. like you're it's towards the end, and so I feel like you know maybe maybe it was a brighter future. People were seeing more for women when oh, you were younger. Nice. I feel like I started on the cusp. Yeah, the cusp yeah. where it was like. The first two years of comedy was like the really toxic kind of your your gen, and I'm sorry Hell about that. Yeah. yeah, and then suddenly overnight, I'm like, oh, there's a bunch of girls here. Right, well, right, right, right. right. God. It happened pretty quickly. Yeah, but I saw I saw the first half, the first bit, and then I came up with you know doing uh, Bobby Kelly's podcast with the, all the old like seller dogs, so I right. really experienced that and love them. But it, you know, I got roasted. To yeah. oblivion, and you had to really earn like to to, to, earn my to talk amongst a bunch of male comedians that are all on a, what, the same podcast. Yes. You really have to what you say has to be important, and you have to know where to insert it. How'd you yeah. end up there? I don't even know. Um, I was, I was uh, like linked up with Lenny Marcus, who's like okay. a yeah. very funny comedy star guy. Because my the guy who planned my bat mitzvah, okay. stick with me here, <laughs> is a DJ. Okay. And he grew up with Lenny Marcus. Oh. In the Jewish community. Okay. And he was like, I know the stand, you know, I was like, maybe, I was like two years in, maybe, maybe, maybe. Yeah. And he was like, go like have coffee with Lenny. And then I just became friends with him and I would like run around to his spots and he would help me with my stand up, whatever. And we were sitting in the cellar 
uh, at the olive tree one night. And it was like the day that Bobby's like last producer had left and they were scrambling for a new one. Oh, and Lenny was like, you know what? Fuck it. Let's I'll go introduce you to Bobby. And Bobby's like Boston trash and I'm Jersey trash. Right. So So you get along very well. Got along. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I love Bobby. And um, immediately we were both like, fuck you. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, I started I he was like, come up and just like sit in in the podcast. And I started that. That's great for like three years or something nice. and that's how that's how that'll it get started. your chops rolling too. oh my god it made me uh it made me a sociopath for sure oh nice because it's just like the best comedians in the world roasting the living sh- i would leave there with a limp Do yeah. You know what I mean? yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> i would get roasted so bad yeah so consistently yeah yeah, yeah. and then it just made me like well it trains yeah. your brain how to think and like how to roast and how like being on a podcast when it's a bunch of comedians and the point of the podcast is just a comedy round table there is a dance to it oh my you know? god you have to be so quick yeah and then I started hosting his show at the cellar which was like way before I mean I was like bombing ass at the cellar you know two three years in and it just made me good quick yeah mm-hmm. yeah yeah yep I think women comics especially like cute young female comics that aren't that aren't that far into comedy we get opportunities a little too early yes but it is kind of cool to be like all right I know this is premature I probably know why I got it but let's fucking go yeah and then well they were cool they they weren't creepy at all and thank god that's good they were very like it was like my dad's and daughter I think oh that's nice creepiness thank (laughs) that's great that's good (laughs) Thank Wait. God, I got called a skirt a lot, but other than that, <laughs> a skirt Wait, in like a in like a justy kind of way, like yeah, it's like a nineteen twenties ar- archaic, for yeah. A woman. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think it was cute, kind yeah, of, yeah, yeah. Like, like grandpa roasting, exactly, exactly. <laughs> um, you talked you talked about mindful dating uh, to me in our DMs. What what I, I and I after I was like, what? The, I mean, I know what mindfulness is, and I, I made that up. Oh, okay. Because I, well, I mean, it what is, is a, it to you? It is a real thing. I looked up articles mm-hmm. on it, and I was like, and I was like, what does it mean? It, and then it, like, one short blip just said, like, basically being present while you're dating. And I was like, oh, I mean, okay. What's the opposite? Like being roofy, being like, somewhere else, <laughs> yeah, yeah. just so, checked out. Yeah. Wait, sidebar. Did you know that gay men are doing roofling? Do you know the like new gay drug is co- it's called G? Yeah, I didn't. Yeah, they, they've been doing that for a while, Gabby. Oh my, real? I oh, just she's found up out. On the There's gays. a club called G. Really? <laughs> yeah. I mean, I don't know if that was the inspiration, but me thinks it might have been. Wow. Yeah, I just G-Lounge. found out, and it really warms my heart. Yeah. It's like you can really find a positive to anything. Yeah. yeah. They found a positive to roofies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And that when the gay community takes it, yeah, yeah. That's how you Thank God. Or are they appropriating cool. female culture, Gabby? I. It's that was my combination of both. Yeah. That was women get roofies. That was our thing. <laughs> Rufies is ours. <laughs> Can't we have any? You can't take oh back the God. power from our rape drug. <laughs> God damn! You take makeup and you take roofies. Is there nothing holy left? Um, mindful date. Uh, what I said by mindful dating, I meant like the the idea of like getting older, realizing the patterns were were going on. Like this idea of of talking to crazy guys and being entertained by it yeah um it's just kind of like clocking in because i think yeah. when you're in your 20s and you're dating i am like i mean i'm not even there no really yeah. are you well, drunk you or no you just don't have to speak or listen when you're on a date with a man and then you wake up suddenly and you're, you're in love with them you know what i mean <laughs> that's a you thing maybe <laughs> that, is that a me thing i talk too much on dates so i have i have a different i have a different thing but like wait tell me more about I've that n- i've never well, they just not yeah they do talk a lot it is kind of nice to like on a especially the first couple dates like let them talk because like show me who you are i'm just gonna sit back tire yourself out yeah yeah right right three and be like from new jersey like 
<laughs> the basics. <laughs> Gabby, Brian, Brian, it was Gabby, Brian. Brian. It was Gabby, not yeah. Melissa. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. So I, now I'm trying to be like, okay, you, I'm not just dating for fun, for crazy stories, for whatever. Now I'm if I'm gonna go on a date, if I'm gonna spend my fucking one night off, right, yeah, on a goddamn date, right, it better be for a clear reason. Yeah. So yeah. how do you how do you establish that with the guy? I don't. This is <laughs> you just this is sit a new idea. You sit home and put a spell in a this jar. This is brand new. I typed that to Brandon. I was like, oh, that's good. I'm gonna- <laughs> <You're> so- <laughs> it's something I want to do. Oh, that's something. That's on my list. Yeah. Wait, are you seeing anyone right now? No. Okay. So when you talked about that healthy guy that bored you, how long ago was that and how long did it last? That is someone I'm like just talking to, but he lives <laughs> in <you're-> England. <laughs> oh, at a distance. Yeah. Boring in a distance. He's healthy. He lives in England. I think it's How'd still you meet unhealthy, him? but just in a different way. I met him in way. England when I was out there for a while. Oh, nice. There's a lot of hot guys in England, honestly. Fuck, I love an English Yo. guy. Yeah. I'm on my like third you're... or fourth English guy. Oh, you're wow. Taylor Swift. You're yeah. Taylor Swift. Don't call me Taylor Swift. Stop. That's what she's doing. I don't she have only... bangs. I mean... That, and she's, that is the main thing that makes that's Taylor, the only Taylor That's why she sells out stadiums is because of the bangs. She has bangs. Yeah. Not she didn't have the bangs, girls have bangs. Her anymore. big ass fucking forehead would turn everybody off. No, people wouldn't be listening to her music. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I, I didn't realize just how many consistently British guys she's dated until I, you know, had to Google and went to my trusty Taylor Swift relationship timeline that everyone, any celebrity, there's a t- someone made a timeline it's for so them. fun. And I appreciate it. But yeah, there is, what is it about the British dudes? I, just the accent? Because I used to like that. But it, yeah, it, it's I got, a vibe too. I date Irish vibe. guys. I'm Irish yes. guys. Oh, the vibe. The accent's fun. cool. But like better. The, the vibe, they're fun as shit. Yes. Fun as shit. And they get tanked and they like can handle their liquor and you're like, oh shit, we could go the distance. Yeah, and they have rosacea and they're always kind of like <laughs> yeah, yeah, medical yeah. duress. And yeah. Like, whoa, whoa. Poetic whoa. with words. Yeah. I'm in. British guys are just like so like I feel like you could be the fun <laughs> gal like in a British guy's life. You yeah. know, like, oh, I've never met a woman that lights up a room like that. Yes. You know, because they seem so goddamn contained. So, so wait, we're just doing the emotional labor again, guys. We got back <laughs> totally. To that. But, with an but if you got those muscles, baby, if you got the muscles, start I go, lifting. I go, what have we been talking about for years? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I just love an accent. You could be the most miserable person on planet Earth. <laughs> and I'm like, what? <laughs> I couldn't hear you it's through the your accent. accent. Yeah, I really like the accent. Well, I used to love the accent. And then when I actually went to England and everyone had the accent, I think I was less impressed by the accent. It does lessen it. Yeah. It does lessen it. Yeah. I like I dated a guy for a long time who was from Northern England. Oh, oh that like is fucking co- like Cockney or like blinder. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and that's I like wild. that. That's just like it's almost Australian in a way. It's like fucked. That you're like, what? What are you saying? I know. Yeah. I love I Louis like Capaldi. Liverpool. Yes. He's Scottish, Scottish, and I had to put on oh, the Scottish captions for his uh, for his Netflix documentary because I couldn't. I it was like, I don't know what the fuck this guy I is I'm saying. Him. Did you? I didn't answer. Oh, I Damn. tag him all the time on everything, and so much so that his uh, girlfriend watched my Instagram stories because, Aww. and I go, "That's how you know you cause a problem." Yeah, he's the also stir yeah. the pot. <laughs> stir yeah. the pot. I DM Model. famous guys too. That's really funny. Do you like? Do is that like a thing you've done? No, I don't do it I, a lot. I used to do it a lot, but I, for Louis Capaldi, I watched his chicken shop date. Ah! so those. good. Yeah, and he was what? so funny, and yeah. I'm like, I'm gonna DM him. Fuck yeah. It. yeah, I showed you Chicken Shop date. You know what that is? It's okay, the, it's the interview where over like the fish and chip shop where the 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 really funny blonde girl Amelia interviews oh. them. And she goes on dates with celebrities. Yes, I'm yes, obsessed yes. with her. It's a great it's, idea. Oh, it's so good. That's so good. That series is better than any fucking television show. It's it really so is. Good. It's I love hot ones. So good. I love really hot ones cool. too. But that interviewer is like really he's like solidly Terry, on the spectrum. Oh, uh, the guy, the guy, hot ones. Yes. Well, he's kind of like Terry Gross in a way. Like his his. So prepared. 
he's just he's so, so like, prepared. There's nothing going on, and he's like, "Here's a question," and it kind of he's kind of just scary to me. <laughs> but yeah, the premise is so good that it like fills the yeah. He, I mean, sure, he is scary. He wants like people. He like gets joy out of seeing people almost burn their mouths off. Yeah, like he likes. You can tell he likes. Does he it. like it? Yeah, he's into it. Nice. Yeah, he's, he's fucking into he's it. Twisted. I kind of like that. <laughs> <laughs> he has like a twist My friends threw me a Hot Ones birthday party this year. That's oh, so yeah. cute. And we did a Hot Ones episode. That's did so you do? Fun. Are yeah. you good with spice or not? I love spice. Oh, okay. So you yeah. can handle it without even having a facial expression. I mean, I'm sweating. I am a Jew. Yeah. So right. Physically, so your I am. stomach is But weak. I like the yeah. shock of it all. Yeah. It seems like, yeah. That, that, uh, I, I, I hear like that. Hot Ones goes along with your dating history and how you go along with it. You're like, I just like uh, to cause a problem. I need to start <laughs> eating like unseasoned food and <laughs> Calm the fuck down. Yeah, it's the spice that's doing it. It's a gap. the spice. Yeah, yeah. What's who's the who's the, like the messiest kind of guy you've ever dated? I've dated a guy like guys who are like really depressed. Oh, do you go for that a lot? I think I end up in that suddenly because it goes with all of the other attributes I like. Are you in a good mood the way you are now mostly of the time? Yes. Okay. So, oh, I think so they sunshine, love that. Yeah, they love kind of, the light. Yes. Yeah. They're yeah. like, give me your light, Gabby. Yeah. And I'm like, stop. I love it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you need me. Does it- From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts, if you dare. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Drain you, though? Yes, I get very drained. Yeah. And then, I, and, and then I'll, I'll be like in love, in love, in love. And then suddenly I'm like, get away from me. When you're in a relationship yeah. so that you can feel like wanted in a certain specific way, like mm-hmm. if you can be the entertainer, you can lift them up. It is so appealing and so like toxically good. And then there's that, there's that pivot point where you're like, oh, I fucking hate you. Yeah. I think I'd like to take care of people. I think yeah. I have a very nurturing kind of thing. So mm-hmm. it just goes and men into love the that. dating. Men love that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who are you? Are You have brothers and sisters? Yeah, I have two brothers. Are you older or younger? I have a twin brother. And oh, a younger cool. Yeah. Oh, so you're the, okay, so you're the older of the- Do you have ESP mm-hmm. with your twin brother? Kind of a little bit. That's so cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We just always are, fe- we, I could tell how he's feeling. Oh, fun. If he cried, like when we were growing up, if he would cry, I would cry. Aww. Even if I'm the one who's like physically punching him in the face. <laughs> are you guys oh, like, sorry? <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah. But he's a real estate agent, so we're like absolute opposites. He's very quiet, normal, Hoboken, I'm crazy, Brooklyn comedian. Yeah. So it's a fun dynamic. That is fun. Yeah. Is he married? No, but he's dating a little Guido hairdresser who I love. Oh, that's cute. A little so snooky. good is married. A little snooky. Do yeah. you, when he when he dates someone that like you don't like, does that affect how he feels about her, or has that Ooh, ever, ever happened? It's never happened. No, I like oh. everyone. I I love girls. <laughs> you like I'm everyone? Like, Tell me everything. You know. Oh, when it comes to girls. Speaking of that, are you are you bi? I am bi. I'm newly bi. I'm like eighty twenty. 80 20. How did That's, you discover that? Is that this? like every woman though? I had sex with I'm, a girl. I'm, I'm, I, yeah, I feel like I'm 80 22. I'm not. No. Okay, yeah, that's true. Yeah, okay. no, I'm not. I'm like, I'm no. like, I, I think that, that that's why it was the thing because like, ever society convinced me that I was like, oh, I guess everyone must just be into everyone, and then yeah, I, you're I, really not. I, I, I tried, and I was like, absolutely dating not. women is fun. Yeah. They're just soft and lovely, and you, I feel like yes. you don't have to, you don't have to try hard to look a certain. You could just be yourself it's in very a different French. way. <laughs> yeah, 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 yes. I know, know exactly what you mean. I know exactly what you mean. I feel like such an intellectual. Yeah, you just at, like with a woman. I'm just like, ooh la la. Yeah. Yeah. So how did this all how did this all start? You were just feeling the feelings. How like how early in your life did you feel feelings of intimacy or lust towards women? I think in my twenties. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was like I, I was always like, Oh, I'd love to like fuck a woman at, at some point. Yeah. But then I'm so obsessed with guys. That's yeah, yeah, yeah. I totally hear you. I'm like boy crazy. Yeah. Right. But then I want to have sex with a woman. But then when I go on a date with a woman, yeah. I like um Yeah, because it's hard it's, to navigate. It's hard. It's like, wait, are you the guy or am I the guy or what? Yeah, but then you realize, the, oh, we just exist. Yeah. That's kind of freeing. Well, it's hard when you're dating someone you respect, which is my own trauma, I think. Ooh. I was just thinking about that because I was like, what do I, I was like, I love women and I, I can make a laundry list of women I love and admire and people I follow on the internet who I'm obsessed with. Like Clementine Ford, I was just like watching her mm. videos last night and I was like, I love this. Like I was trying to make myself and she has, no, she did not consent to this, but like I was trying to make myself like want to have sex with her because I was like, I think she's, she's so, so beautiful great. and yeah. she's so so smart and she cares about the same things mm. I do. I was like, I love everything about her, but I'm just like not there sexually. And then I look at, you know, who I'm attracted to sexually. And I was like, I hate that guy. He has no morals. Yeah. Like, mm. and that maybe is why he's hot. Yeah. <laughs> why? What a curse. What a weird conundrum, It is huh? a curse. But also it's so confusing to flirt with a woman because you're yeah. just like, I'm like, I love your outfit. I love your yeah. right. compliment fest. You have such full eyebrows. Are yeah. we going to make out or are we right. best friends? Yeah. Like it's just right. so Both. complicated. Yeah. 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 But it's So fun. have you had a girlfriend? I dated a one girl. Okay in between my last two boy relationships for a little bit. And it got so, I mean, classic, like, lesbian energy. It got so serious, so fast, and yeah. so blah, blah, blah. And I was like, ooh. Uh, so yeah. you don't like it when a when girl it's a does girl. it? <laughs> but when it's a dumb guy? That's what he's supposed to do. <laughs> yeah, with a girl, I was just like, this is toxic because I'm actually paying attention. Oh, <laughs> How'd you break it off? Like, was breaking up with a woman different? Because women it was just react very dramatic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How yeah. long did it last? Just a couple months. Okay. Yeah. That's a good, it's a she wrote a bunch of songs about me. Ooh, she you, met, you left a mark, Gabby. Yes. Whoa. She wrote some songs about me. Whoa. Some and I listened songs. to them and I was did like. Did she send them to you or did you discover them? No, I discovered. Well, she sent one to me and then okay. I listened to the rest of the album and I was oh. like, oh. <laughs> me too. Sorry. Um, I think it broke your heart a little bit. Now, oh. what, what, is she a lesbian or was she also bi? Bi. We were both first girls. Oh, really? That's nice. Which was fun. Yeah. Really? It was you fun. don't have to worry about leading each other on because you're both like, I don't know, but We're, I yeah. want to be here. So let's see. I that remember eating her common. pussy. Yeah. I was literally eating her pussy and I was like, 
I literally stopped and I was like, is this something? Like, is right, that, right, right, right. Is that something? I, like, the first time I ate a girl out, like I did it. Idea. I did it. And I only did it for like 10 seconds. I was like, was that good? And she's like, it was great. But why'd you stop? Like, you can't, you just did it for 10 seconds. I'm like, yeah, yeah, right, 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 sorry, right. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Like, you just get like in your head in a totally different way. <laughs> well, because you're like, what the, what is this? Yeah. Did you like Even watch a you YouTube video before? No. Like, how did you, you just, I've watched porn. You just dived right into it? I just went in blind. Yeah, wow. that's kind of how you gotta go. Just do it. No, I, I never go into anything blind. I've researched sex before I had it. Yeah. Yeah. I gotta okay. nail it. I gotta nail it. That's amazing. I don't like porn. I don't like it anymore either. So I just could. I never. Every time I'm watching porn, I'm like, kind of like. No, I I re- I watched. I, I like read things about sex. I didn't watch porn to learn how to have sex. Okay. Yeah. Because like that's read, definitely not. I like popular. read like academic books about it. Aww. <laughs> like move. Yeah. No. 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 I, I don't think learning learning how to have sex from porn is a good idea at all. No. But I, and I, porn stars will tell you that many porn stars have come on our show. Like, do not get yeah. your sex education from us. We need. We need. It's like, entertainment. We need some sort of sex education video. Yeah. That's porn. You remember the mm. um remember the movie Girl Next Door? Yes. Yeah. That where they make the porn huh. so everyone learns about. It's like the, they make the new sex ad video. We right. need that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Stoya was talking to us about that, but I think that we were gonna be we 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 didn't end up doing it. But like oh, she for had us? Yeah, she pitched that idea to us and we're like, Oh, that's really interesting. It's like we're we were in a two hosts. No, no, no. <laughs> she has porn she had porn stars like demonstrate oh. the thing, but we were talking about it and I then it would cut remember to, this. Yeah. Cut to that. I'm like, that's a fucking great idea because yeah. that is a solid piece of education, you know? Yeah, I'm trying to um, launch this lube company. Mm-hmm. Oh, cool. This is my big dream to leave entertainment and go into corporate America with a product. And <laughs> it comes along with these like sex ed videos. Oh, um, nice. Yeah, that's good. But it's more fun and flirty than people actually having sex. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. You can't put that on TikTok. <laughs> Was there something about or sex so I've been told. that you didn't know that you wish you had a heads up on until you were there? I lost my virginity late. I lost my virginity when I was like 17, which is that's late not, in New Jersey. That's not late. That's not late. I'm from that's Jersey. Late. That's I lost my at 18. Honestly, yeah, thinking but, of an 18 year old having sex, I'm like, you guys are so young. Yeah. All my friends were fucking at 14, freshmen yeah. in high school. And I like was like hideous until I was um, like a really? junior in high school. That's why wow. I have a good personality, I think. Wow. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's great. Yeah, I yeah, was yeah, ugly, yeah. ugly, 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 suddenly hot. Wow. Yeah. That's cool. perfect. Yeah. That's a per- that's perfect because at the right time. You don't yeah. need You don't need those people you don't need to be fucking good when you're 15 no no exactly. I mean no one fuck is. good when you're 15 are you okay yeah no, something wrong there's darkness What's going on? to that <laughs> yeah 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 100% <laughs> yeah so I just kind of like at that point I knew everything about say everyone was talking about it blah 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 yeah but I tried to about get... it correctly though well I don't know <laughs> they, they never are <laughs> I don't really know I remember when I was a kid, a boy in my neighborhood was like, girls get their period where they pee out of their butts. And for like five straight years, I'm like, I don't want to pee out of my butt. Yeah. I didn't know what it was. You really believe you take everything kids, face value. Yeah. Cause kids kid. spread rumors like they fucking know what they're talking about. Yeah. Say something with confidence. Motherfuckers going to believe it. Yeah. I remember people talked about blowjobs a lot and I was always kind of like, that doesn't feel like on brand for me <laughs> I hear you and I still believe you me that. and Paris Hilton. I love blowjobs yeah. Paris doesn't give blowjobs no. they're below her uh, that's how I See, feel I, yeah, me I too. yeah that's not how I think about it at all 100%. I'm very smart there's very there's big ideas coming out of my mouth there's nothing there's no room for something to we come can't in. cork it up we, we need this open uh, open passageway at all times exactly <laughs> there's right. just in case a good idea but right right and it's out right 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 yeah, right. yeah can't, no can't say a good idea when there's a dick in your mouth that's 
<laughs> God damn, preach, bitch. Yeah, I think there's very much two schools of thought on the blowjob. One is like the the empowering. You had the control that you have yeah. over the man. Yes. The other one is like I'm so empowered when I say get that away from me. <laughs> yes, mm-hmm. it's been it's been my big study. I would say it's kind of my movement. <laughs> yeah. It's like figuring out. I hosted a show for like a betches last week, and it was like all a uh, audience of all women mm-hmm. it was like 200 women mm-hmm. and My I've nightmare. never I've literally never had that experience before. really how was it it, it was, was like great shows oh cool <laughs> yeah but I was like now while we're here let me conduct some studies yeah let me do some surveys and I was like do we get blowjobs and some women were like yes I love it like it's like you know empowering whatever finally I have control some women were like it has to be like if he goes down on me I'll go down on him sure so one bitch this crazy bitch <laughs> Was like, well, when I gave birth, we couldn't have sex for the next couple months, so I just blew him. I was like, go to jail. Ah! <laughs> Give me your woman card right now. You yeah. don't deserve it. Like, Cancel her. Canceled. And um, then some well, people are like, no, it's, it's, I'll I will say, I, I, I don't just suck anybody's dick. You know, I have to be like really into them, but yeah. it turns me on. Giving a blowjob actually turns me on a lot. I wish I was so, like that. Yeah, it's like I a have weird TMJ, thing. and it's like a whole. Oh medical. wait, so what is? So can you not suck dick? It just feels weird. You have a doctor's note. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I'm so sorry, Doctor Mike says I can't. <laughs> sorry, I'm so. He's a degree. I'm fascinated by the the women in the Betches audience who said that they don't give blowjobs. Did you dive into that anymore? Because I didn't know there was a group of women just actively saying we don't give blowjobs. Yeah, there's the, there's the like, Betches listeners. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Mike. Okay, Mike has a personal vendetta. I guess. Yeah. Mike's like. I'd love a blowjob while we're <laughs> on the topic. I just hate um, them so much. I hate them so much. I think some people are like, eh, not, they were like, no, oh, not for me, whatever. Yeah. Really? Okay, yeah. so and then I didn't even know that was like an option that you could stay in the dating field and say not for me. I've said it to men. Oh, I mean, I've said it that to like a specific I men them or? that I want, like if I wasn't like in a serious enough relationship with them, yeah. yeah, you can hold it over them until they commit for sure. Yes. Well, I just say it's like, it's, it's so in my act that mm. people kind of already know. Okay. Oh, okay. And then it always ends up in discussion. Mm. Like, I don't even care by the way. Yeah. And right. Like, so, and it's, oh, a, so okay. it's a really no or just sometimes you, then you do it. Some, if you have um, a six pack, I will blow you. Oh. Oh yeah. 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 But that feels like obvious. But I'll blow you for thirty seconds, no more, no less. Okay, do you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, That's more yeah. like a like a dip, like a like a dip your toe in. Yeah, yeah. I'm like imagine, dip the head and then in. I'm. <laughs> yeah, this is how good we could be. Yeah, yeah but, you know, you gotta commit. Well, no, what is it about the six pack? Because I've the six pack is nice, but it I feel like it wears off quickly for me. It's nice, I really kind of like, like an accent. It's kind of just a nice yes. like what a fun bonus we yes. get here. A bow on top of the present. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. I, it's, it's just is. so fun where you're like, what the fuck? Yeah. You have it a lot is. of time and a guy's stomach, I, is, I don't yeah. mind. Like if a guy's like chubby or whatever, I don't give a, I really Me don't neither. care. But when they have a six pack, you're like, this is like a fun play toy. Yeah. You're like, oh, oh. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. It's like boobs, I guess. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. You just, just touch it. Yeah. It is nice to have around, but then sometimes you're like, okay, we get it. Well, sometimes you feel, it makes you feel disgusting. Like, have you mm-hmm. ever dated a guy mm-hmm. that's so hot where you're having sex with them and you're like, all right. I'm starting to feel like shit about myself. Mm. <laughs> I had my my first boyfriend was like he by society standards was like everyone would look at him all the time and it was like that was kind of it was just an, it was like okay annoying it was yeah. just like walking around with a celebrity but you're yeah. not a celebrity. I would say the most annoying part about that yeah is is the walking around and watching him get ogled. I'm like okay after at first you're like yeah he's fucking hot huh and then eventually you're like okay yeah. it's exactly what you said. I just don't want them to think that they're hotter than me. 
Right, because that's dangerous that for men to think that. Right, yeah, right, right. Yeah, yeah. I don't care if they think they're they're hotter than me. I've I've just never dated anyone better than me. So it's but I should start probably. You should. Mm, yeah. yeah. Never have dating a hot guy or like somebody hotter, like that makes me feel hotter. Oh, it's like a weird little trick it does candy. in my brain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm it like, just makes me yeah. feel like 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 it's just like I you know, who's this bitch? Like it's a yeah. for a while. Like I I uh, was only dating people uh hotter than me and I really liked it. Cuz women don't do that that's a lot. Fun. Yeah. yeah. Oh. Yeah, we don't do it a lot. I think it's very I, like that's my the way Christina feels about blowjobs, that's the way I feel about dating people hotter than me. Mm. Okay. Nice. It's great. I like a man to look extremely violent. I like that. <laughs> oh, yeah, she does too. Yeah, I, I like get just it. Though. Like a, a like, will you kill me in the middle next day? Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. Danger. Yeah. yeah, and then you just see me blonde. Like, yeah. <laughs> oh my god, it's my boyfriend. I'm like that. I love protected. Him. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. What kind of guy? So you like it, the type of guy? Do those guys like you back, or like what kind of guys like you? Those guys like me back. Okay, the nice. really scary ones like me back. Really? Because I think the really scary ones date kind of really scary women as well. That you know, and they want to break all, every once in a while. And then I look like this like virginal little mm-hmm. Gwyneth Paltrow, and they're interested in, in that interesting i'll yeah. try this on for size yeah when you were dating the girl just i i don't i have more questions about that sure. did you introduce her to your family was it that serious no it wasn't that serious does your family know about it did yeah. you like did you have to like make an announcement or did you just casually say i'm dating a woman now i said they were at a show and i said i was by on stage and i talked about eating pussy Oh, oh, okay, and that's the first go. they heard of it. Yeah, did they yeah, have their own questions? No. You got artist parents; they probably don't give a shit. They didn't give a fucking shit. I mean, my little brother is gay as all hell, so they. Just oh, okay. Really <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't yeah. care. Yeah, yeah. They, we don't even chat about it. Really? Oh, right. Yeah. They, they probably didn't even bring it up. I'm like, oh, cool. Yeah. At one point, my mom was like, "Oh, I actually forgot about this." One time, I was at a bar, and it was like maybe a couple uh, months after I did that set, and it was me and my mom, and she's like, gorgeous blonde woman, just like in. You know, it's just a cunt in the best way, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And she Cunty goes, painter. <laughs> I went all the way with a woman once. Ah, and I was like, okay. the truth comes out. I love when your mom's been waiting like 55 years to tell you a story. And yeah. then that moment comes. It's amazing. Is your, like, dad, is your dad hot too, objectively? My dad is so interesting looking. Oh, yeah. I love that. Okay. Yeah. He has long blonde yeah, curly hair. I was hair. like the locks or something else. Yeah. Yeah. He's visual. There's a lot going on. I had a long hair dad too. Yeah. I think it's a real, it's, it really creates a personality. It does. <laughs> he's like, he he's giving mom and my mom is giving dad. Oh, that's how I grew cute. up. Really? Yeah. That's, that's why we're friends. Is yes. it weird having a hot mom? Was no, those it ever weird? Oh, rocks! Yeah. Oh, cool, 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 cool. Well, I what think rocks it, about especially it? when you get older, like when you, I, when, especially when you get older, because uh, then people just look at your mom as like how your you're gonna, how's how you're gonna turn. Oh, out. right, exactly. they use that's, it as a yeah, gauge. That's weird. Yeah, that's weird. And it is she's weird, just like but it's she, happening. She's just a bad bitch, and she raised cool. me to kind of be a bad bitch. That's great. like she is the most toxic hot girl energy, <laughs> you know. Ooh. <laughs> and it's really nice. Like she just like rips men apart to their faces. Oh, she that's just fun. like she is ruling every room like she is like wow. the worst hot girl at the party oh i and love it's that so fun when it's your mom so after after your parents got divorced did she get married again did she what or did was she dating what like when when did that happen this is i'm talking about my stepmom who kind of oh. raised me oh my mom, mom. yes my mom mom also hot oh but she's more hippy dippy no makeup um oh, okay you know married a, a like hippie guy so your stepmom kind see. of raised you so that so yes. you stayed with your your dad had the a primary custody yeah oh that's oh. rare it's very rare especially in my situation it's almost funny wait because he's like not home yeah he's like he's touring. on the road yeah being why a musician. did that why why did your dad get custody especially when he's busy because my mom was a little 
school. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah. you don't, so you're not you're not super close with her? I mean, if no. my parents had Got gotten separated, it. my yeah. dad should have gotten custody too. Exactly. So I get it. My dad is very like like loves being a dad, very nurturing. Oh, okay. So when so when did this like so when how old were you when the, he got married to your stepmom? They were together since I was 10. Oh, okay. like 11 or something. Okay. 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 Yeah, yeah. Interesting. So most of my, my, my formative years, uh-huh. I was like Amazing. raised by my stepmom. Whoa. So it's like a great su- stepmom success story. It really is. That's awesome. I love hearing and that. And she's like not a kid person at all. <laughs> wow. So it doesn't she, seem like it. There's no parenting. There's not like a lot of parenting bones in her body. So she took her own she's approach. She's just being cunty about like being a yeah. cunty hot woman. So she, That's kind of nice. You, yeah. you obviously, you and your twin are from the same, but, and then so your little brother also same. same. And yeah. so okay. she had no kids with your father? No, she, no. Interesting. She's she no was kids, like, though. I would have gotten my uterus removed if I could. Fuck like, yeah. Like that's her energy. That's, that's okay. hilarious. I, yeah, I want to yeah, interview no, her. That's amazing. She should be the president. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, hot, cocky, cunty girls. (laughs) There's something about them that I just respect so much. I remember, like, I trust them. Yes, you know, with your life. Yeah. Um, I remember her being like, "This is what. This is how you treat men. You have the power forever." Uh, Like, it's like it's like so toxic. You're like, I'm 11. (laughs) I'm 11, but I'm listening. (laughs) I'll write this in my zanga. Yeah. She was like, uh, she would literally teach me how to make fun of a man without them knowing to their face. What yeah. a fun skill. Yeah. It was so, she's the best. Wow. That's yeah. beautiful. That's amazing. How yeah. did, how did you, uh, she meet your dad? She was a music promoter mm. in Asbury. In okay. New Jersey for years. Asbury. She was like the only woman, mm. the almost, only like female music promoter. So she was like stone mix. pony and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, fuck. Yeah. Yeah. That whole epic mu- music scene. Yeah, exactly. Cool. So she kind of ruled that world. Yeah. And then my dad's a queen bee. I just met. Yeah. She's very queen. nice. Yeah. And now like, so you're 10. Whatever. Does how does your dad introduce a new mom? He he did the single dad for thing, uh, the single dad thing for a little bit. And then we just met her. And he did he say like this is, this is my girlfriend someone important to me like how did he do you I don't even remember no, mm. no. so what I wasn't traumatizing that no my dad wasn't like dating around really mm-hmm. okay. you know my dad had fun in the eighties mm-hmm. as he I should think, have and then he retired yeah yeah Hell <laughs> well yeah. my stepmom was like <laughs> right ah. she kept it on lock so uh, yeah and they've been nice. together ever since yeah hmm. that's, that's nice. amazing that's yeah, so cool it's really kind of calm. I love you that wouldn't for you. expect when you look at my family, you would just wouldn't expect that energy. Right. And it's actually quite calm. Oh, that's nice. Well, that's yeah. good. Yeah. No, that's it's amazing. Good. Um, well, thank you so much for coming on the show. So fun. Um, yeah, it flew by. Um, what would you like to promote? Where can we find more of you? What do you want to push? You can follow me on Instagram and even TikTok <laughs> at Gabby Ooh. is Brian. I have my own podcast called La Podcast with <laughs> comedian Zach Senor. Um, what else do I have? I'm, I perform. I post that on <laughs> my Instagram yeah. all the time. I'm constantly doing shows. And that's it. Yeah. Nice. Go see Gabby live, guys. Enjoy it. Follow her. Uh, this has been Guys We Fucked, the anti-slut chimming podcast. We'll talk to you next Friday. Guys We Fucked is presented by Luminary. Created and hosted by Corinne Fisher and Christina Hutchinson. Editing and music coordination by Mike Coscarelli. Theme song by Rob Patterson and Jake Cozen. Suck my wet ass pussy. <laughs> Christina said to cut that before, but now it's in there. Yeah, let's keep it. Who cares? Standing in my superhero pose 
right here wearing my superhero clothes Look like anyone but everybody knows I'm gonna pick this up No, I won't give up Superhero This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. It's a simple truth. No matter who you are, mental health challenges can affect you and how you manage them can make all the difference. That's why everyone should have access to mental health support that meets them where they are and helps them get through. BetterHelp provides online therapy on your schedule. It's flexible, simple to use, and more affordable than in-person therapy. Connect with a licensed therapist selected just for you. Learn more at betterhelp.com. That's betterhelp.com. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play.